0: The following program is intended for mature audiences.
1: Warmest aloha, sir.
2: Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly to you,
3: too. He's so hauli, he doesn't even know he's holly. I'm
4: tempted to say menehune.
3: Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> <laughs>
5: or chipunks, or something.
4: <laughs> What's wrong with that turtle?
5: He has lung
6: problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for right over What? <laughs>
0: Hawaii has a big future I, I, I want to become a part of it I know every angel of these islands I'm like a good tourist guy What we're about to say
2: See we're on a mission Trying to find a way If you
0: How's it and welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono in 808. I'm the poor man.
3: And I'm Dr. Aloha.
0: Today we're going to be talking about Waikiki, vacationing and living. We just came into the podcast with some old school vintage sounds of the 1940s Lonnie McIntyre Orchestra. And we'll be ending the podcast the same way. Yay. I love the 1940s music, the Hawaii Big Band Orchestra.
3: How could you not love it? Yeah, it just
0: reminds Super you. Fun. Yeah, it reminds you of the old days of Waikiki, the Beach Boys, and Duke Hanamoku. And uh, as we have stated many times before the days of innocence, uh, right before World War II. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we get into the news, we have a message from an old friend, Mark. So let's play the message, and then we'll go back. Oh, yay. All right.
2: It's Mark from Minnesota, just checking in to make sure you know I'm still alive. I miss you both, and I think about those days in the Wamanolo home quite often. Ah, those were the times when you did all the cooking, and I just provided the entertainment, which was, as I recall, mostly me dancing on the table. Or maybe I don't recall. So until we meet again, and there will be another time, because I'm pretty sure all my stuff is still stored inside your garage somewhere. So keep it there, and someday I'll come and claim it. Be well. Love you all.
0: Good to hear from you, Mark. Also playing your little ukulele.
3: Seriously, we haven't heard from Mark in so long.
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually, we were just talking the other day. About, um, you know, just the bus business and everything. Okay. And, um, you know, we were just discussing how the, uh, well, how we were discussing on, like how many tours can we really get pumping out, you know, because, um, yeah, of course we want get, to get it out there for, you know, two to three, four times a week even. But the labor is not there. We just can't get the people to work today. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the problem that's happening everywhere in Hawaii, but it's happening everywhere in the United States.
3: Yeah, it really is. It's yeah, crazy. And uh, a
0: lot of the people, you know, especially when it comes to Hawaii, they need two to three jobs to survive. Uh, and if you're a private, private contractor with us, you know, you need to get your life insurance from somewhere. So you've got to be working somewhere at least 20 hours.
3: You mean health insurance? What did I say? Life insurance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I feel right now.
3: I was a little confused, I'm not going to lie.
0: <laughs> I need some life insurance right now, honestly. Oh, Shit, yes, health insurance is what I was talking about. <laughs> Jesus, good Lord. Yeah. But we were just talking about it. It's just hard to get any work. It's hard to get any you know, really solid guides right now. And, um, but yeah, that's, that's going to be a continuous problem, at least until there's more control by the employer to have. And right now, it's really an employee world. So it's like if somebody doesn't want to work for you, they're not going to work for you it's true the money has to be up there like we're paying way too much money for our our workers now so it's just insane i don't know you don't know huh? i'm still
3: underpaid (laughs) well i think a lot of people
0: are well underpaid i think actually everybody is underpaid yeah I don't know where we're going with this. I don't either. But, uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was good to hear from you, Mark.
3: I miss you, Mark. Yeah, I
0: miss you, too. And, uh, you know, he's just talking about how he left everything here last uh, year up in the attic in our garage.
3: So he has to come back. Yeah,
0: he has to come <laughs> back and get it. Uh, okay, so we're going to play now. We're going to play Margaret's message, and this is concerning scam jobs.
3: I know. I was so excited
0: that she called it. Are uh, you? Okay. Yeah. Well, let's listen to it. All right. All right.
4: Hi. My name is Margaret, and I'm calling from Florida, so I've been listening to your podcast for about six months. I'm not a patron yet, hopefully soon, and with my boyfriend, Sean, we eventually want to quit our jobs and come live in Hawaii. All things Hawaii is our fad of the moment. So anyway, um, actually, I already quit my job, and I came to look for a place, and I was there I was scheduled to be there for 15 days, but I left six days early because like you said, the hotels in Waikiki, are ridiculous, you know, they advertise them on hotels.com for 125 a, a, a night. And it ends up being like 300 a night with all the taxes and everything. So it was a wonderful, wonderful stay. I enjoyed it very, very much, but I did experience what I think is a scam so there was actually, Sean was working, but he was looking up things on the mainland and sending them to me. So he sent me one where you, you uh, call a phone number and we were looking to buy. So they were going to show you the place, but you call a phone number and uh, you ask them when they can show you the thing. So you call the phone number and you get a text back saying we can't show it to you this week or the time you requested, like they ask you in the first phone call to leave a message as to when you want to see the property. So they tell you we're not available to show it to you at this time and it's up to you to I guess follow up. So I got back to Florida. Um there was no response after that and then in florida suddenly i started getting for the first time ever these phone calls with uh message you know in english but with a chinese accent telling me to apply for disability <laughs> And obviously, if you apply for disability, that's where you have to give the first thing you have to give is your social security number and all of these things. So I think somehow they link your phone number and what they know about your, you know, the public records, maybe they search your, they find out your phone number, and then they link your application for disability somehow into with that phone number. Anyway, that they should be able to sue the phone companies for people who can do stuff like that. So, yeah, spam to your, to your cell phone.
0: All right, so that message kind of ended abruptly because you only get like a minute and 30 seconds on the yeah. message. So she actually left, it, left two messages. It was three minutes long, and then she was going to probably do maybe another 10 seconds or so, but that was pretty much the whole message.
1: Yeah, she it's, got cut off. <laughs> he,
0: she got cut off. So essentially what she was saying is that this is a new scam what is going on with this so this is a very interesting scam it's a different type of scam and so she's just kind of backing up the idea of what we had been talking about about renting in hawaii or buying in hawaii she was looking to buy in hawaii and she got scammed on a on a purchase so there's a real problem here um let this be a lesson that this scam's going on just not in hawaii right now everyone's desperate for a penny So, you know, we're all having a hard time, and everyone is trying to come up with new ways to scam people who don't have money anyways.
3: It's so So sad. So, it's a
0: sad world we're living in right now, but that's the situation. So, it's good that you mentioned this new type of scam that's going on.
3: Just to reinforce that, you need to be really careful. So, thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. We're really sorry that happened, but we appreciate you sharing with everybody. Yeah,
0: and become a patron. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're going to get into the news. The Hawaii... Uh, Hawaii elected a new police chief, and it only took 24 hours later for his 36-year-old son to be arrested for assault, terroristic threatening, and use of a deadly weapon.
3: What a mess. <laughs> and how long did it take them to hire this person?
0: The police chief. Yeah, it took them a long time to figure out who ever, they're going to get.
3: Forever. It was, uh,
0: yeah, it took forever, and it was like out of, like what, three to five people, I think it was, they were trying to choose from? I think so. And, you know, it also looks like this isn't the first time uh, his son has been in trouble with the law. Um, The Honolulu Police Department also initially tried to cover up the arrest. But they decided to make it public, obviously, because at some point, I mean, you can't be covering shit like this up. You can't keep doing this. That
3: makes it worse because it does come out eventually. And then it looks it makes you look so bad.
0: Yeah. And and, and just the whole trust thing. Since I mean, even before COVID with the last chief, remember the problems we had with him? Yes. And then the interim chief, which we had problems with when it came to COVID and she had to resign. (laughs) And now we have this new one and her son's committing crimes. And it's just like
3: (laughs) it never stops.
0: We just letting you guys know what's, what the <laughs> hell is going on over here. Here's another sad story. Family living on their boat. A family living on their boat at the Alawai Boat Harbor have been fined by the state for not having a permit to do so. They are living on the boat to ensure their family does not become homeless because of the high cost of living. Uh, I don't know how. There's something sitting in the back of my head. I talk. We talk about stories like this. I'm a little more animated than you. Can you, can you... Is
4: Always. that about right? Is Always. that about right? <laughs> I
0: have a lot more anger built up, maybe. Yes. So, when I hear stories like this, the disconnect between the state agencies and the local people, I you know, I really feel are, they're at a point of no no return now. And it shows the, ge- the great uh, travesty that's taking place between the rich governmental boards and the politicians and the lower middle class, uh, which essentially now, they're pretty much becoming poor because of the insane inflation here the gas prices the food and home costs in a state that is the most expensive place to live in the country
3: so they were living on their own boat and it wasn't okay
0: now they either they were i don't know the exact the super details either they are living on their own boat or they're renting the boat and living on it. Oh, it doesn't really matter, honestly. Okay, okay. It, it doesn't bother me, one way or the other.
3: What would they have to do, I wonder, to get a permit? Does I don't look, know. I don't know either. I, I honestly know nothing about that.
0: I imagine that if you get a permit, you got to pay a lot more money. It's
3: probably, and they probably didn't have it.
0: No, they didn't have it. So, but the problem is, is the disconnect. Not realizing the fact that people are barely are struggling so much here now that they don't know where they're going to get the next rent money to... Yeah, yeah, next check or next... Uh, how they're going to pay the rent next month. And these people are just trying to make ends meet. They don't want their child on the on the streets. They don't want to be living in a tent on the sidewalk. So they're doing this. Who reported them? How did these people find out? Why is this happening? And why does the state need to make this public and not work with the family to try to figure out a way for them to be able to stay on this boat and live on this boat? It's the disconnect. Yeah. They want to make money. They want to get some fines out there. People can't afford to live here, let alone pay fines. True. So I'm very aggravated with things like this.
3: Yeah, I actually didn't hear that story.
0: Yeah, it's it's just a disconnect of what's happening here. They just think they can keep taxing us and billing us and doing all these things. Now, we recently, I'm, we're going to talk about it next week, but we, we, I recently personally got a complaint about me bitching about this all the time. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to act like it's rainbows out there and, and pineapples? Well, I think... These are problems happening in Hawaii. We need to talk about No, this. it's
3: very real. I think that sometimes people who don't live here just don't understand. Because to be honest, before I lived here... Yeah. I thought you were really negative too. I honestly, like I was like, Wow, he really complains a lot about Hawaii. I mean, I know I knew you loved Hawaii. Yeah. Now that I live here and I see it, I mean it's real. There's a lot of corruption and a lot of problems and I I get it. And it does need to be talked about because everybody just turns a blind eye to it and it continues and it gets worse and worse and worse until we're in a place like where we are right now, which is exactly the issue. So. Well, you're the
0: sweet one. And I'm the one that seems to take the sword for bitching and complaining. And I can't, I don't really want to say it's bitching and complaining. I want to say it's serious issues that I have a passion about.
3: You want change.
0: That I want change with.
3: Yeah, I agree. And then they
0: say, well, why don't you become the fucking governor? Or why don't you get into the Senate? Or why don't you do this? Oh, man. Do you got I mean, do I really want to be putting myself into that position now? You do not.
3: But I do think it's okay to inform the public about what's going on here. Yes. I mean we talk about a lot of beautiful, wonderful things about Hawaii, but we do also share the negative news and we do keep it real and most people appreciate that. Not yes. everybody will.
0: Yes, and the reason why we really talk about it is because we do not want Hawaii to become just any other state. We don't want it to become part of the mainland. And people will say, Oh, it is part of the, it is part of the United States, it is part of the mainland. If you've been to Hawaii, you know how special it is. You know how different it is. There's no Aloha spirit in, in, you know, in Boston or Florida or anywhere else. You don't feel it there. We wanna make sure we hold on to that Aloha spirit here. And that is because of the people and because of the Kanaka Maoli and the Hawaiians. You know, you remove them from the islands, you remove the Aloha. I'm sorry, that's the truth. It is true. And we can't afford that. We come here, we love this place, sometimes to death. But we do it we vacation we move here because we love the people and that is a huge problem here and we need to remember this and we need to continue to talk about these stories that are displacing the local people from being able to survive here
3: and next week's podcast for patrons only will be very very interesting because we're going to go deep into this we're
0: going to go deep into it and we're going to become very well i am very agitated.
3: And emotional. And emotional. Yeah.
0: Yes. but going to be gonna, raw. It's going to be raw. Yeah. So we'll get into that at the end of this <laughs> podcast and what we're going to talk about. But let's talk about another story that's very upsetting and very, you know, just, just aggravating. And this is just the realities of being here. And that's Red Hill. Yeah.
1: The oh, s- my gosh. Yeah. The
0: State Commission on Water Resource Management has issued a notice of violation to the Navy for over-pumping one of its, one of its aquifer shafts in a situation that environmentalists call troublesome. The shaft is now the Navy's only drinking water source since the Red Hill and Iaea, Halawa Wells have been shut down due to the jet fuel contamination from the Red Hill bulk storage facility inside the Koalao Mountain Range. I hope, the military, you know, I hope the military has come into a realization that their land leases of Hawaii land will be allowed to expire by the, by the state zone. And I hope the state legislature comes to a realization that they shouldn't back down from this and they must fight the military on this. Um, come the end of these leases, there's, you know, I really believe there's going to be a, a small, impactful war between the state and the federal government as this progresses. Um, you know, we'll keep you informed, but the current release statement from the state of Hawaii is as follows. In violation of the terms of the lease, the US military has damaged native ecosystems, left unexploded ordinances, depleted fucking uranium and other contaminants, and have harmed native Hawaiian culture sites with the recent Red Hill catastrophe polluting our essential aquifers. These leases will be allowed to expire in 2029
3: it's going to be really interesting to see what happens and i hope the state does not back down
0: i hope the state doesn't back down you know their excuse is going to be all oh, you know the, the the government and the military gives them so much money for these areas to let us continue to destroy them no we've had it i think there's an yeah. awakening and an awakening has taken way too long it's not even a way the awakening of the kanaka maoli the uh, hawaiian people you know has been happening for a long time yeah. and only now the people who either moved here or locals, and, and maybe they just haven't been in tune with what's going on, is starting to realize this.
3: Starting to see it, for sure. Yeah. Because you can't ignore this one.
0: No, you can't ignore this one. I mean, people's water supply is being destroyed. And and, and, and when it comes to Hawaii, that's the most vital thing, is water here.
3: Yeah, families have become very ill from this.
0: <sighs> very sick. They've been
3: displaced from their homes, had to stay in hotels for long periods of time. Yeah. It was a disaster. Well, the saddest thing is. about it,
0: the saddest thing about it is the military is poisoning their own people they're, bi- they're poisoning their own military facilities the families the military families are becoming sick they're getting burned skin from taking showers from this jet fuel it's it's a horrible situation this is being done upon themselves to each other and it's being done upon the hawaiian people it needs to stop yeah so hopefully the leases won't be renewed but don't expect it you know the, the federal government to go quietly on this they're going to fight this tooth and nail. So we See. need to be there to support the Hawaiian people.
3: 100%. So
0: I wanted to discuss a concern that needs more attention. Uh, I talked to a fellow um, Kanaka Mali friend, and we had a small discussion about this story that not enough attention is uh, going toward it. But it's Save Kaloa, Huna Cave, a lava tube. Uh, the burials here are home to Ivi Kapuna which are loved ones who have long passed on. Uh, save Kaloa, our voice and concern about the accessibility from the cave entrance, which now sits on the Kiahuna golf course in the heart of Poipu. Uh, much of the lava tubes have collapsed as the DOT build roads and homes directly over them. Hmm. Yeah, The county has approved hundreds of condos 50 feet from three similar caves directly across the street in Wainani subdivision and have been documented as being destroyed and collapsed. Wow. The Kaloa Cave ecosystem is considered to be one of the ten most critically endangered cave systems on Earth. But somehow, 50 feet from this cave system, There is a proposed $280 million condo community, Kau'anoi-o-Kaloa. This 28-acre parcel development is the habitat for two species found nowhere else in the world, both the Kauai Cave Wolf Spider and the Kauai Amphipod. Is that right? Got it. <laughs> Which is a food source for the cave wolf spider and found only in the Kaloa lava tube systems of Kauai. They flourish in the Kaloa Poipu underground ecosystem with these two species only being found on Earth and less than a dozen caves and lava tubes here. This is a treasure for the Hawaiian Islands to have the ability to protect this area both of these cave insects are threatened by habitat destruction due to the construction and unsuitable pesticide use in the area there is cave cracks or voids Uh, if they become drafty or exposed to drying conditions these cave insects will possibly become extinct in 2002 the u.s fish and wildlife service proposed that 4193 acres should be designated as critical habitat but changed the proposal because it would have been very costly to private landowners on Kauai. Mm. The longest known cave on Kauai was located upslope between the Kaloa Mill on the east and Kaloa Town on the west. This cave was filled with cane waste in the early 1970s before it could be surveyed. Uh, indictations show that there are other caves and caverns in the area as well. If you are interested in protecting this area and joining the fight, you can do so at SaveKaloa.com and join their Facebook page Save Kaloa so you can stay updated and support their cause to end the genocide of the Hawaiian people, their history, and their culture.
3: Wow, thank you for sharing this.
0: Yeah, so this is depressing. Yeah. So um, greed is number one in Hawaii when it comes to foreign investors. And they really honestly don't give a rat's ass about the idea that the Eevee Kapuna have been buried in these areas and that this indigenous species, of, even if it's insects, uh, it's the only place in the world that they're found. And the cave systems are being destroyed.
3: It's a common theme that we keep hearing over and over again throughout the years with stories that are similar to this.
0: Yeah, so the, the cave systems, obviously, you're not going to go ahead and just build homes over them because then right. you're taking on the risk of them collapsing. So you need to dynamite and destroy them first. No,
3: that's horrible. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: And then you got to fill it in and then you can build the houses on top of them. Now that golf course, in the middle of the golf course is sitting the entrance of this large lava tube. So the golf course is built around it. They wanted to destroy it and just put greenery, but thank God the you know, community was able to stop them. Good. But now you're building this condo complex that may be able to dynamite and destroy the area. They're already dynamiting some of the caves now, as we speak.
3: They are? Yes.
0: Oh, no. So this is just another genocide. See, though, the whole concept behind this is that the people who settled here a long time ago, which, by the way, wasn't really the United States originally. It was businessmen. But they came here, they got rid of the language, they got rid of the ukulele, they got rid of the surfing, the hula, the melee. Yeah. The whole idea is once you destroy the culture and make it vanish and disappear, the Kanaka Maoli people don't know where they came from, where their culture was, where their history is. It's
1: disgusting. They
0: remove it from the books and they do everything they can to make you know, Hawaiian people forget who they are, where they came from, and where they're going to be going. So we cannot allow this to happen anymore here in Hawaii.
3: That's disgusting, and I'm so surprised that this story hasn't had more of a voice over here on Oahu. Yeah. At least I. This is the first I'm hearing of it.
0: Well, sometimes it takes Kanaka Kanakamali people to bring this yeah. st- these stories to the forefront because they're not being listened to. This stuff is happening on Maui. It's happening on the Big Island. You know, we don't talk about the military exercises that are happening on the Big Island, but they're destroying land in between the volcanoes. Yeah, I we was, don't talk about that's it as much.
3: Why I was saying it's a common theme. Like this is happening all over, and it continues to happen, and it's just, yeah, it's really disgusting.
0: Yeah, I mean, they they destroyed the island of uh, Ko'olawe. Yep. This is just a continuous, repetitive action, and really, this is one of the main reasons we, why we have to stop the leasing of land to the military, too. Yeah. It's all connected, and I wish that if you didn't live on these lands, you shouldn't be able to purchase all this land and just build whatever the hell you want on it. You know, this should go through a council like the Office of Hawaiian Affairs or something like that. It should be discussed with them, and they can make arrangements. But what's happening right now and how the system of legislature and politicians have everything set up, the Hawaiians are put it on the back burner, and it needs to end. It does. Vote BJ Penn for governor. <laughs> 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 Gotta uh, get the we, politics uh, let, in there. Let's see if we, maybe, wouldn't it be great if we could have BJ come on the show?
3: Maybe we could. Jesus, that would
0: be nice. I would love to do that. Just get his, oh you know, gosh. just get his feelings on how he's going to change Hawaii, what he's going to do, and who's he going to punch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All right, so we got another. We have one more story, and yeah, uh, you, you know. Want me to do this one? Yeah, you need to do this one, and then we'll take a quick little break, and then get into Waikiki.
3: Yeah, I don't think this story is unique to Hawaii at no. all. but you know the recent horrible texas shooting it reignites safety concerns here in hawaii public schools which are lacking Um, vulnerability assessments are also being completed on all school campuses to ensure minimum ways to enter and exit schools security for schools and other measures the department of education haven't considered in the past you know it's interesting because obviously we've never had a mass murder shooting in a school in Hawaii before um of course it's been happening more and more around the country and it's it's opening our eyes and making us realize that we need to have a plan now of course there is a plan in place um but it's you know it does need to be re-looked at it always does it needs to be tweaked it needs to be updated um schools in hawaii are different you know a lot of the classrooms are like the um trailers yep. and a lot of times it's really hot and doors are left open there's no air conditioning the doors
0: are always going to be left open but you know what the thing no, is, is not I,
3: always it can be closed I,
0: anytime i go by around the rhineland on the tour i see the school doors open just a lot chilling. of them are yeah. because
3: it's hot yeah yeah
0: but i think the thing is in hawaii And maybe one of the only reasons we haven't had a mass shooting or things like that. Actually, the only mass murder shooting in Hawaii history took place in 1999 at the Xerox Corporation Building in Honolulu, Hawaii, off Nimitz Highway uh, by a service technician who shot eight people, killing seven fatally, six co-workers and his uh, supervisor. Uh, But since then, there's been nothing. No no mass shootings, no nothing. Um, I think that was like an anomaly... Um, It uh, just seems that people in Hawaii don't, I don't know how I say this, they just don't have that type of mentality or where the people here think about doing an atrocity like that. It's really built tightly around Ohana and family and one of the last possible things, uh, put it this way, if there's a mass school shooting in Hawaii, it's fucking over for us. There's no hope left, because Hawaii is just a different place. Yeah. And if that happens here, you can just forget it. Th- there needs to be radical changes, because that's not something that would happen in Hawaii. And I think the school systems, of course they think about it, but I don't think the people here or the parents or the children ever imagined something that ever possibly be happening here, and I would hope it never would. And considering we're one of the top states for gun ownership like in the top five there's so little violent crime with guns here our 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 gun crime is very low now does it happen yes but it's super low you know and I have some faith in that Our, our laws are controlling here when it comes to guns but we do have great gun ownership you can own a lot of different kinds of guns but I'm just thankful we don't have that type of violence here in Hawaii.
3: Me too.
0: Yeah. So. All right. So let's take a quick break and we'll be back to get into Waikiki. Okay. All right.
5: Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on earth. and 808 cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 environmental nonprofits main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 Cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt a Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org.
3: Every day, committee members like you are taking action. Making Hawaii cleaner. Safer, stronger, for everyone. Because we all have a right to a clean and safe environment. And we all have a responsibility to pitch in and make it happen. Visit your app store today to get the 808 Cleanups app. Aloha, and welcome to the Volunteer Alliance. 808 Cleanups!
0: All right, we're back. We're going to start off with vacationing in Waikiki, and then we're going to get into living in Waikiki.
3: Okay. <laughs> So I will just start out by saying <laughs> I've never done either.
0: <laughs> so oh, um, I'll just say I have. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I have vacationed I had vacationed in Hawaii previously to moving to Hawaii, but I never stayed well, I stayed one night in yeah, Waikiki. You did. That was actually the night before That's I did I a up. Jeep tour with you. Yes. That was my one night in Waikiki. Other than that I've never stayed in Waikiki. How I was, I was that night? I mean, it was okay. <laughs> I got I landed in um, I landed in Hawaii. Yeah. I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. I think I took a nap and I walked around and got some food and went All to right. bed. It was yeah, that was it.
0: <laughs> Do you remember then, what the name of your um
3: Yeah, it's on my list.
0: Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah. All right.
3: So, well, let's just talk about everything then. Anyway, so (laughs) I'm going to start with Best Waikiki Resorts. And now feel free to jump in here because I've never stayed at any of these.
0: And this (laughs) list is not going to have anything to do with the prices because all the prices are going to be either highly expensive or still expensive. There's nothing cheap on this list. I did
3: include the prices, though.
0: Okay, we're going to get into it then. Yeah. All right.
3: You actually asked me to do that. Okay, Um, cool. just Just so people have, like, you know an idea or an understanding for each one because actually the list does range quite dramatically or i should say drastically in price ranges so um i've never stayed at any of these either if you have please feel free to jump in and share your experience or if you've even just like walked through them and have any input to add well
0: listen before we even start that you know on margaret's message she was talking about how she you know was looking for a hotel while she was here, mm-hmm. uh, and it said, I can't remember what website she had mentioned, um, but it said that the hotel room was $150, and it ended up being over 300 when everything came out. So yes. she felt she was being scammed in that
3: that's really common in that way I mean I don't know if that was a scam or not I don't know where she booked through. well it
0: wasn't a scam but you know what I mean it the is fees. a scam that's what all the hotels it's do. it's all
3: the fees that are yeah. tacked on yeah. yeah for sure it yeah. is crazy and I
0: wonder I still to this day because it's been so long since I've, I've been I've stayed in a resort they give you this amount but when you check out
3: it's a lot that's more. when you
0: pay that extra yeah. money I'm not sure if that's I'm not sure if that works that way now or do you pay up front I can't remember actually and I'm sorry about that that I don't have that for sure yeah, but I'm wondering, because I remember once at the Turtle Bay, I went for a weekend, and I paid this, and I put it on a card. Mm-hmm. And when I checked out, they said, okay, look everything over. I'm like, "What? Th- what's this another $200? And I had to pay it. Yeah. So you got to be careful of that shit. Oh, I know. It's yeah. crazy here. Yeah.
3: So anyway, these are not in any order either, per se. They're mm-hmm. just a list of like the top 10 resorts in Waikiki. So number one is Ritz-Carlton Residences, Waikiki Beach and it says it's actually not on the beach itself.
0: It's on the back. It's on closer to um, Kuhio.
3: Oh, okay, but it has mesmerizing ocean views from floor to ceiling windows. That sounds mm-hmm. beautiful. This is
0: the result we were talking about that they spent extra money to make it the tallest building in Waikiki.
3: Oh, no way. Okay, so, so I didn't know that. Yeah. Which is... Illegal. <laughs> <laughs> is
0: that it? <laughs> technically. Well,
3: <laughs> the good news is you can get varying rooms in size from a studio t- with a kitchenette to a three-bedroom apartment with a full kitchen. Okay, so these are like really big then. They're not yeah. just bedrooms.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a residence. You could stay okay. there for a couple of months. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, there's um, infinity swimming pools with awesome views. Um, there's on-site dining. Um, so the... <laughs> I want to just preface by saying for each resort, I was looking at the prices. I just put in July 1st through 3rd. So I put in the same dates for each resort just because the prices do vary drastically depending if it's a weekend or a weekday. And um, each month in the summer, it seems to get a little more expensive. So So
0: these are July 2022 prices?
3: July 1st through 3rd. I, I just put it in there and I chose like one night's price. All right. And so, this resort starts at 7.35 a night. Now, that's for no view. Is that the studio? Yeah, and no view.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no view in a studio now, for 7.35 a like night. like I said,
3: <laughs> taxes and fees are added on, which they don't exactly tell you what that's going to be or how much that's going to be. And it's seasonal, so it will be more certain times of year than I others. will
0: never, and neither will you ever experience... <laughs> a studio at the Ritz-Carlton <laughs> with no view. No. If we could only experience such a delightful <laughs> event.
3: <laughs> right, but you picked people up there before, yeah, on tour. Have you?
0: Yes, I have. Yeah. And their average tip... Now, if they're... <laughs> now, you know, really? I have not gone to pick up people at the Ritz-Carlton who haven't paid a tip of at least two to $300. What? Yes, for I've you? never yes, wow. I've never gotten anything under $200 tip from the, from this location. Now, is that good for me? Yeah, it's good for me. But let's be honest. The reality is we're talking about these resorts and about vacationing in Waikiki. This is going to be out of the financial realm of about 75% of the people that we'll probably oh, talk of course to, that and we're talking it's to. just
3: on here for those who want to splurge and have the money to. but oh it's yeah, excellent most people definitely probably will not choose that I, resort. i've picked up
0: people the people are phenomenal that i pick up from this resort they're amazing people the resort is absolutely gorgeous Um, you know, I wish I could do something like that. And I think all of us wish we could go and spend time at a place like this. Sure. Uh, we just, we just can't.
3: I actually just want to walk through all the resorts on this list because I've never even done that.
0: Oh, it's beautiful. The, the the, the architecture and just everything about a lot of these higher end resorts in, uh, Hawaii, they're just so beautiful.
3: Yeah, for sure. You know, the art itself as an
0: artist, I can really enjoy all that, but I just can't. What a (laughs) room.
3: No, I know. So, number two on the list is Hale Kulani. Um, It is a Luke's property right on Waikiki Beach and it has very spacious rooms and suites, and um, they're they're outfitted in varying shades of white and cream. So very like chic, I guess. Yeah. And chic. Cause that <laughs>
0: increases the cost.
3: <laughs> it probably does. <laughs> Amazing ocean views, huge it's on windows, private balconies. Um, it's described as having an understated elegance.
0: <laughs> I agree with all that. Okay. So all right. Yeah. yeah. Um,
3: there are three on-site restaurants, an outdoor pool with a glass tile floor. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And the restaurants are tiered. So I think it's House Without a Key, then it's Orchids, and then it's Lemire. And so each one gets a lot more expensive. And
3: they're in my restaurant list that okay. we'll talk about okay. later. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then there's also a beachfront spa. Excellent. Now guess what these start at.
0: <laughs> this is since the renovation after COVID because they completely renovated the oh, place. Oh, okay. It was beautiful before, but this place is even more gorgeous now.
3: So anyway, this does not include taxes and fees <laughs> and this is starting at price which means it's the lowest, I don't room. know, cheapest room you can get. It's 810 a night. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Listen, I
0: remember that I remember the rooms being at like 550. Yeah, it's so changed. this has gone up three, four hundred dollars since before and after COVID. That's insane. But the place has hold, had a complete overhaul.
3: Yeah, I wanna go check it out. I mean I was in there recently but I didn't have time to explore yeah. when I was there for the bachelorette
0: So the restaurant wise, you go to House Without a Key, you'll spend a hundred dollars. You go to Orchid, you'll spend two hundred. You go to Mer, you'll spend three to four hundred. Yeah. And this talk is about this is for a couple.
3: But we'll talk about that when we get to the restaurant. Yeah, that's part, crazy. That's a whole different section. I know, I know.
0: This place is beautiful. I love this place. I have nothing negative to say about it, obviously, except for the price. The, you know, I've picked up lots of people at this resort. The people working there are wonderful people. The place is gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's on the ocean there's nothing negative i can say about it except the, the price that i wish more people could enjoy these places i know you know if they could afford it
3: but they're not all that expensive as this these two no absolutely these not. were by far the craziest yes. although the next one is as well <laughs> <laughs> number three is not in waikiki but i had to include it because it's nearby and it is one it's, of the best so yeah it's we right have,
0: outside it's right outside kapiolani park
3: so we have the kahala hotel and resort It's located right on the beach, just a few minutes drive from Waikiki, and it's in a posh residential neighborhood. The rooms and suites are (laughs) large. You know what it means.
0: (laughs) You mean a very, very, very expensive neighborhood.
3: Um, the rooms and suites are large. They're comfortable. And the top ones feature private balconies and beautiful sweeping sea views. Lots of amenities. Um, suites are an option. On-site perks include the lagoon with dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, free paddleboard and surf lessons. A spa, a gym, and five restaurants. So, again, once again, taxes and fees are not included. But mm-hmm. this one starts at six ninety five
0: and All right, that's very affordable. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a little bit cheaper.
0: <laughs> now, you guys have to realize that these prices are for July 2022. Yes. These were not the prices in July 2019.
1: Oh, they were true. much
0: lower than they are now. COVID has obviously COVID and everything that's going on in the world has severely changed the way we all live life now. I mean, I would say that any of us if we wanted to splurge we could go to the Ritz, we could go to Hale Kalani, and we could go to Kahala. Today, we cannot. people who could afford it three <laughs> years ago cannot afford yeah, it today. We cannot. It's sad, it's kind of depressing, but it's a form of luxury, and, and, and we had been talking about this on past podcasts, that Hawaii wants higher rollers now.
3: Yeah, it happened. And we
0: warned you guys about this. So here we are talking about Waikiki and the cost now. Okay, so here's another
3: very expensive one. We're just getting these all over with first. (laughs) Number four, the Royal Hawaiian, a luxury collection resort. The Royal Hawaiian is iconic in Waikiki Beach. It's been accommodating guests since 1927, and it's known as the Pink Palace by the Sea. Everybody knows this yes. one because of its yes. color. It's mm-hmm. beautiful pink. It's right on Waikiki Beach. It has 528 rooms and suites in the original flamingo-hued Spanish Moorish building, it's called. <laughs> wow. That's how it's described. Wow, fancy schmancy. It's a 17-story tower, and um, yeah, it's gorgeous. What can we say? It, this the Mai
0: Tai Bar is excellent. It's probably the best Mai Tai Bar on the island. It sits right on the beach. The only issue I have with that is that a drink will cost you
3: oh, it's expensive.
0: 15 to $18 a drink.
3: But it is a really cool atmosphere.
0: Well, it has the history of the 1920s there. I mean, there's a, there's yeah. a real feeling. And, and it's obviously one of the older resorts that, you know, have, it's haunted.
3: <laughs> i wasn't gonna say that but we talked about that in the halloween podcast yeah yeah,
0: anyway. yeah, yeah. Well, i love it actually some
3: people do yeah. oh yeah so tanya joey and tanya were out here um patron joey and um his wife and mm-hmm. Tanya's is really into the ghost yeah. story she would yeah. love to stay there if she could afford it yeah, it's a, it's a, a nice spot sure.
0: now the issue that i have with this place is i've gotten some uh you know people have gone on the tours and they've talked about that some have been very happy uh, and others had been a little disappointed because they believe that the rooms are too small for what they get. So
3: it's an older resort. It's right. very old. I don't think
0: people understand that. Yeah,
3: it's not modernized. Right,
0: say. so you're staying in an old 1920s resort, and it has that renaissance look and feel.
3: Which is, which? That's I think what is you get. what makes it so beautiful yes. and special. But it's definitely not the most luxurious, yeah. per It's say. not the
0: Ritz. It's not, you yeah. know, Hale Kalani. You don't have this big two, three-bedroom you know room
3: it does so there's actually two restaurants there not just okay. my Thai bar and um there's a number of swimming pools and one of them is a saltwater pool which is kind of cool right on yeah there's a spa and this one again taxes and fees are not included but it starts at seven forty nine 49 night
1: oh boy
3: okay are we ready to (laughs) change make we're gonna make a change into something much much more affordable now for number five all
0: right and these are really the top these are the top resorts in waikiki so if you want to stay in one of these you know some are going to be really expensive but the idea is that these are the best of the best yes okay
3: all right so number five is outrigger waikiki beach resort and this one it sits on waikiki beach it's um it's got modern rooms and suites it's very like plush style mm-hmm. plush beds hawaiian style decor ocean views not all the rooms but a lot of them yeah. um so some of the top ones have jacuzzi tubs and sleeping sofas so if you have extra people coming with you um there's three restaurants a not everybody pool. can afford
0: a room you can put them in there with you on the bed exactly i actually love
3: that (laughs) no i love that that's what i used to do that with um when traveling with my parents (laughs) my brother and i would get on the hey i'm down i'm down we're not gonna
0: spend a lot of room in the rooms a lot of time in the rooms exactly so you know whatever there's
3: a nice spa there's a fitness center that's open 24 7 we also have blue note hawaii which is wonderful live music um and, let's see, this one starts at, you'll never guess, 3.31 a night.
0: Wow, and this place has obviously the blue note. Yeah, I just said that. This place has, <laughs> has uh, Duke Hanemoku, um Duke's, Duke's Waikiki. So, and then right above that is the hula grill. So it's really good. Uh, everything that's in that resort is really nice.
3: And 331 I mean, I that's know it's still price. a lot of money, but for Waikiki, it's pretty good. So
0: I think that's a good price. Yeah. I think if you're considering today's, you know, beyond COVID days at 330 to start, and that's not including, obviously, taxes and all that, right? Right. So, hey, that's. It's still a lot. <laughs> and it's on Waikiki <laughs> Beach. Yeah, it is so. on the beach. Yeah. So it's yeah. a great spot. Okay.
3: All right. So number six is a very affordable one too. The modern Honolulu. This one, I actually almost pulled it out and put it in my next list, which is more budget hotels. Okay. But I think it's so nice that I wanted to keep it here. So we have the modern Honolulu and it's more of like a boutique type Mm -hmm. hotel. Um, It has rooms and suites in a variety of sizes. It features beds with Italian lines and designer toiletries. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, um, it has let's see so each room comes with ipads that are programmed with apps and hawaiian music soundtracks i cool. thought that's really cool that's pretty neat i like that all right um three restaurants two swimming pools it's not directly on the beach but it's within walking distance to waikiki beach and also it's within walking distance to Ala Moana shopping center and rooms here Start at 295 a night, of course, not right. including taxes and fees.
0: I think this is the steal of the list. Yeah, uh, you like this one, yeah? I used to live next to the modern. Uh, this is a crazy story. I used to live next to the modern um, during the economic collapse. It wasn't the modern yet. The actual resort that was next to me went under. Mm. Filed bankruptcy, and the kids were skateboarding in the pool. And there was homeless living in it, which is so crazy. So this company took it over and they redid the whole resort and it became the modern. And I've been in there a few times since then. We pick up a lot of people there. The pool area is absolutely gorgeous. The halls are gorgeous. The bar called The Study is wonderful.
3: Oh the um, study. I feel like we walked by we, we didn't did. have a drink there, but you took me. It's a to secret walk by it. it's a
0: secret wall, like a bookcase that opens up into it so you don't see it during the day.
3: That's cool. They
0: open it at night so you know where it is. When it's not opened, it just looks like a bunch of bookshelves with pictures on it. Yeah. So you don't even know where the bar um, study is. Uh, the restaurants there are amazing. Overall, honestly, for the best budget, best price, and it is overlooking the uh, Alawai Marina and Duke Hanamoku Lagoon, which is right next to the Hilton Hawaiian Village. And it's right next to the Prince Waikiki and the uh, Ilakai Marina and the Ilakai Resort. It's really in a, just a perfect place, perfect location. And I love this more than any of the ones that we did for the price and for the overall feel and what you get in, in, in Hawaii. That's the awesome. Modern modern and
3: also keep this one in mind when i do the next list of budget hotels yes. because this one really fits in there even though i kept it on this list just because i think it is a step above with how nice it is tell
0: them amanda and wade sent you from the <laughs> aloha life podcast <laughs> all
3: right so number seven we have outrigger reef waikiki beach resort This is a classic, yes. This is a
0: classic. Uh, I used to go to the restaurant there all the time. Right on the beach, they had a great buffet. Obviously, buffets don't really exist anymore. Yeah. Um, But they had closed that restaurant, reopened it to something else. It was just a classic back in those days, but... Yes, I, I I love the Elriga Rival. It's right on the beach.
3: It is right on the beach. It has a sophisticated Polynesian style to it, which is really awesome. And it's
0: got the A-frame. It's the A-frame, old traditional Polynesian look resort. Yes. I think it's the it's the only one in Waikiki. <laughs> is it really that has the A-frame Polynesian look? That's yes. really cool. It makes yeah. it so
3: special. It does. I love it there. So for access to a private lounge serving free breakfast and snacks throughout the day, book the club floor, (laughs) or if you have a family coming, the suites are very spacious and Uh um, have whirlpool tubs and balconies or lanais with ocean views. So you have your options there. There's two restaurants, a swimming pool, spa, fitness center. Um, nightly live Hawaiian music, and also for couples wanting to re-pledge their love and add some romance to their lives, Outrigger offers complimentary vow renewal ceremonies. Alright. How cute is that? Pretty sweet. So this one starts at 382 a night.
0: Okay, so overall, I like the modern. It is modernized. But if you are going to Hawaii to stay in Hawaii and feel like you're in Hawaii, that would be the outrigger yes right here because it has the feel it has the look of hawaii
3: and when i first came to hawaii i didn't stay there but i took a surf lesson outside that resort my first surf Mm -hmm. lesson ever so i'll always remember that one
0: (laughs) now before we go to the next one i want to be very specific with this because this is highly confusing to everybody there are two outriggers yes outrigger waikiki outrigger reef Waikiki. The Outrigger Reef is the one that looks very Polynesian and Hawaiian and is on the water and the other one we just talked about, the Outrigger Waikiki, which is where Duke uh, Waikiki uh, Waikiki is with the restaurant and, and, and the Blue Note and all that stuff. It
3: is really confusing.
0: But it's at the center of Waikiki near the Duke Hanamoku statue so there's a lot more people and traffic there whereas the Outrigger Reef Waikiki is much quieter. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay, awesome. Thanks for that clarification. Yeah. That's pretty important. It is very <laughs> important. It is a little confusing. Yes. Okay, so the next number 8, we have Moana Surf Rider, a weston Resort and Spa sometimes referred to as the first lady of waikiki Mm
1: -hmm. it
3: opened its doors in 1901 and now is part of the weston family it's an oceanfront property in the heart of waikiki waikiki beach and the decor is a blend of classic victorian charm with hawaiian elegance is how it's described Mm -hmm. which is really nice Mm -hmm. um let's see the upgraded rooms have full ocean views and private lanai's on-site amenities include multiple restaurants um, including a fine dining one an outdoor pool a spa and a wide range of treatments available at the spa it has the
0: banyan tree bar i
3: love the banyan, the banyan tree, banyan tree bar. bar i mean the banyan
0: bar it's wonderful the pools are around that and
3: yes it
0: just has that old classic renaissance feeling of the early 1900s and it was the first resort ever built in waikiki and then the royal hawaiian came after that um it it's just a, an amazing and beautiful place.
3: It has a charm. It definitely has that older feel and it's just yeah, it's charming. I can't think of another word to describe it. So this one starts at 402 a night again. No taxes and fees are included in that price.
0: Ooh, okay. Okay. 40 what?
3: 402.
0: 402.
3: Mhm. Does that surprise you?
0: It does because yeah. the Royal Hawaiian, which is the next built one, after is 750 a night yeah that makes no sense to me wow Mm -hmm. i would totally then take uh the moana surf rider over the royal hawaiian
3: and again that's just july 1st through 3rd dates so i don't know if it varies (laughs) well
0: it's interesting because when you when you're comparing the dates that's a two three hundred dollar difference
3: right
0: i would think they would be priced about the same um I would take the Moana then over or the Moana Surfrider, than over the uh, Royal Hawaiian.
3: It is a pretty significant difference.
0: Damn, I'm really surprised. <laughs> yeah. I thought that would definitely be more expensive today. Okay, so I would say that the, out of all of them, the Moana Surfrider has had the least significant increase in the price of their resort.
3: So far, it's like the only one, right? Well, it's
0: like the only one. Besides the modern. Because think about it, considering it's one of the first, how much cheaper could it have been before COVID? Yeah. 250 200
3: yeah, I don't know. Wow. I don't
0: That's impressive. That's a definitely a uh, an option. Yeah, and yeah.
3: I also should clarify that I went directly to each website, yeah. each resort website to look up the prices. I didn't do it through any kind of like yeah. a third, you know, third party. party. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just be careful when you guys do that. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, so number 9, Sheraton Waikiki. So this one overlooks Waikiki Bay, and it's just a few steps from the beach. It's a luxury property with colorful and sophisticated rooms, a mix of sizes and views. There's suites available. Um, The best ones have lanai's with full ocean views. Um, They're located on the club floor, where the guests also have Access to complimentary continental breakfast and afternoon snacks.
0: Mm-hmm. It's got the Rum Fire. Uh, yeah, there's multiple restaurants yeah. on site.
3: Go ahead. Rum Fire. What else?
0: Nah, they got a good pizza joint there.
3: Hapa Pizza.
0: Hopa Pizza.
3: And there's a fine dining restaurant that serves modern Asian food. What's up with food. the Hoppa Pizza,
0: though? Does that mean they have. Um, what kind of pizza? Because it's like brown and white. I don't know. Man, I've never I, been I there. Let's go try it. Let's go try it.
3: Um, they also have a few swimming pools. One of them has a water slide. Whee! That's fun. So again, no The infinity ta- pool is really nice. Uh, nice. Okay. Again, yeah. no taxes and fees included, but this one starts at 529 a night.
0: All right. And I have actually stayed in a suite here because uh, our friend Derek used to be the uh, managing engineer. Oh, that's nice. And... Um, we stayed in a wonderful two-bedroom suite Uh, had its own bar and kitchen and living room and they had this wonderful toilet that washes your bum (laughs) and when you sit on the seats and the floor and the shower are heated you don't get that kind of luxury in real life
3: oh that's nice
0: (laughs) (laughs) so he actually got the room for the weekend for free so i have no friggin clue how much it costs it was beautiful I just don't like being that high in the penthouse because I don't—I get that vertigo when I look down at the beach.
3: Oh yeah, you're not the only one. I hear a lot of people saying that.
0: Yeah. So this place was beautiful, but then again, I've never been in a suite of any other resort, so I can't really tell you like what like what it would be better How from. cares, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what this price would be, but overall, looking at it, I enjoyed it. Can I imagine places much more beautiful? Yes.
1: <laughs> really. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> so this one sits right next to the Royal Hawaiian. Um, It's more kind of, there's nothing distinctive that lets you know you're in Hawaii if you stay here, though. It's just a Sheridan. Okay. Yeah, so the only cool thing about this one is around the holidays, they do the uh, sandcastles inside.
3: Oh, that's the one with the sandcastles? The Christmas, I've always yes. wanted to go see the Christmas sandcastle display. Okay, yeah. that's really cool. I want to do that next Christmas. And a
0: little while ago, if you have been listening for a while, this is where those kids screwed up that sandcastle yes. and they got in trouble for it.
3: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Finally, they did get in trouble. <laughs> I mean, I think we did talk about that they got in trouble. We'd, I think so. But, um, yeah, so they do wonderful... You know Christmas and holiday sandcastles there so but there's nothing other than that and of course during the holi- holiday season they, they they dress it up like Hawaiian Christmas in there but there's nothing really by walking in there and going to Rum Fire which is a modern club there's nothing in there really defining that you're in Hawaii do you know what I mean
3: it's true but Rum yeah. Fire is really nice yeah I love Rum <laughs>
0: I love Rum Fire and it's com- been completely redone especially we went there for yeah, for a, Eves what was white, that for it yeah. was a white party for the white party yeah yeah it's beautiful It's beautiful. It ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. (laughs) All right, so we
3: are up to number 10. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Do you know what it's going to be? Don't read. (laughs) <laughs> no i don't okay it's gonna be hilton hawaiian village right. waikiki beach resort this so is the biggest of all of them massive this one sits on 22 acres yep a two-minute walk from waikiki beach and it's a, called a mega resort
0: <laughs> it is i think it's seven or eight resorts circling a village that's why it's they call it the hilton hawaiian village
3: yeah totally family friendly it occupies five towers counts more than 20 restaurants 90 shops, five swimming pools, including a giant family activity pool with water slides, and a saltwater lagoon. Duke
0: Hanamoku Lagoon. Yes, and I love that lagoon. I love it, too. It's beautiful. And anybody can use it, by the way.
3: Yes. And the Friday night fireworks, are they back now?
0: Awesome. Yes, they are.
3: Nice. Yep. Um, So, yeah, you could get rooms with um, partial ocean, full ocean views. You can get um, a lot of a lot of different amenities yeah. um, of course for more money within the rooms they
0: have an on-premises luau
3: oh they do uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah yeah it's
0: right on that lawn right no, on the I outside know. I've yeah. heard
3: it's not the best luau. well I mean but what I'm,
0: but for <laughs> you, you don't know, have to travel you don't, don't have right to there. travel you don't have to go to the west side you know, you know, it's right there if you want to go to it yeah for yeah, sure yeah
3: and so this one of course taxes and fees again are not included but it starts at 544 a night
0: Now, that's okay. I think that's a little too much. Uh, I think they're making a huge amount of money there, considering all the resorts uh, together, the stores, the restaurants. Uh, Honestly, we pick up, uh, out of all the resorts that we pick people up, we pick up people more from here than anywhere. Okay. Because really, because it's a grouping of resorts together, and more than likely, that's probably what would happen. But we honestly, we all tell them, buy things outside of the village.
3: Yeah. It's way cheaper. And, and go
0: go to, like, the Chart House, which is right down the street, and do those things right outside, because everything inside is double what it should be costing. It's
3: true. It's
0: for convenience, that's why. Yep. You know? But I imagine the Hilton is also charging a lot to lease those stores inside there and in the restaurants as well.
3: I mean, I didn't yeah. realize there were, like, 90 shops. That's it's crazy. insane. 20 the, restaurants.
0: I've, 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 you know, being, living there, living down in Waikiki, Key, which I'll get into when, when we discuss living... Um, I would go through there all the time, and I would see all these stores. and go, How do people afford the prices of yeah. these stores? It's the most convenient place to, like you said, ninety stores. So if there's more than likely something in there that you need, sure, you just don't want to walk further down Waikiki to get a cheaper price, so you spend more there,
3: right? Because it's so easy. Don't
0: do that. It's yeah. too much. It's too goddamn much. <laughs> Right.
3: <laughs> okay, so next I have a really quick list. I think it's just five, and these are more budget hotels in Waikiki. Just to give you some more options, I'm going to be honest with you. I have never heard of any of these hotels. <laughs> I have.
0: I can't believe they exist.
3: I actually added a number six,
0: oh, okay. and that is
3: the one that I stayed at because I kind of loved that one, and it was very affordable. And mind um, you
0: guys, we have there are hostels. Oh, yeah. they are hostels in Waikiki, just so you guys know. That's if you true. don't mind bunking with other friendly hostel people so it would be super cheap but the thing is is you have to be a little you know worrisome about where your stuff is where you keep it and 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 bunking with other people and things like that so just know yes there are hostels but we're not going to talk about that today
3: yeah and when i say these are budget hotels are actually completely um comparable to the moderns prices so yeah um maybe you can let me know if you're familiar with any of these i just got them from researching them but um let everybody know if you would recommend the modern over any of these. Okay. All right. So number one is Holiday Inn Express Waikiki on Kuhio. Wow, Ave. they have one. Yeah, it's on Kuhio Ave, and it's the far west end near the Ala Wai Canal. Oh, okay. You'll have envious ocean views, but wow. no, but no frill rooms. <laughs> they may be a little outdated. outdated really? And you think? <laughs> ooh, Wi-Fi is only available in the lobby. <laughs> However, <laughs> it does have a pool and jacuzzi. So this one starts at two ninety seven a night. Ooh, what do you think? What no do you
0: think? Wi-Fi, huh? I don't know.
3: What do you Will think? Will they at
0: least deliver pizza to you?
3: I don't know. Yeah, sure.
0: Holy crap. First of all, any Holiday Inn, which if you live on the mainland, you know, you go to the Holiday Inns off right off the highway.
3: Yeah, but they're there 50 bucks a night, not two ninety seven. I know, I know. So it's almost $300.
0: <laughs> Another reason why, now, this I'm sure this is fine if it's budgetable for you. I don't see why you would choose the, the Holiday Inn over the model. Well, that's
3: what I was saying. No, I'm not no. familiar with this one, but it does have ocean views, if that's important to you.
0: So, I don't care. I, don't I have never been to a Holiday Inn again since I watched Poltergeist.
3: Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> So how about this one, Wade? Number two, Luana Waikiki. Have you heard of that?
0: I absolutely have. Okay,
3: I have not. So this hotel is further from the beach, but it offers guests free shuttle service to the Ala Moana Shopping Center. Tell, tell me what you think.
0: I have stayed there.
3: Oh, okay. Yes, and?
0: I have stayed there and I truly enjoyed it. Good. Uh, it was a cheap price. Uh, the views are good. The views are over uh, Fort DeRussy. So you do have a giant greenery. Of the area, uh, depending on what side of the resort you are. If you're on the other side of the resort, uh, you'll have a view of toward Diamond Head and heading into Waikiki. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a room with a kitchenette and oh, a fold out couch. That's nice. So, you, you and either you had two beds, two doubles, and a fold out couch, or you had like a king or a queen and a fold out couch and a kitchenette uh, with a good sized TV, like a 40 inch screen TV, a nice little an eye. And, um, yeah, so the thing about the Luana is they are not run. This is an interesting one. The Luana is not like actually some of the Astrons. Uh, the Luana is not run by a resort company. The front desk is. The rooms are individually owned.
3: Oh, like Airbnb?
0: La- yeah, like Airbnb. Oh. Which is fine. So you'll still go to the desk. The front desk, you'll still get a key like you always would because the front desk can runs the, r- the rooms of the VBROs for you. So... The people who own the rooms. Yeah, I've done They that pay a fee. Yeah, they so pay a fee.
3: I've done that on North Shore, Kauai, yeah. Um, Honolulu Bay Resort. Oh, right. Like that right on. Right on. So, but I, so anyway, I, I like this resort. I this, like it. I didn't mention the price. So this one starts at two sixty nine a night. So would you recommend it compared to Modern or?
0: I know prices that are one seventy nine.
3: Still though. Yes. So I did not find that in my search.
0: So now you're finding the prices more than likely are owned by the people who run the Luana. Oh, but okay. some individual prices for VBRO, the VBRO, which is interesting, I don't know if you guys know about this, outside of Waikiki, they're very restricted now. They're going to three months, you know, to rent a VBRO.
3: Right, after October.
0: Inside yeah. Waikiki, because you're in the Waikiki district, there is no time frame on those. Wait, really? Yes. Oh, I never really knew If you're in the Waikiki district and own a VBRO inside Waikiki, there's no restriction. They
3: can still rent them out. Yes. Oh, that's so good to know. Yeah. So
0: that's something that a lot of people don't realize and don't don't know. So I didn't yes, you can. That. So you can rent this place for a week, and depending on who owns the VBRO, they may charge you one seventy nine, they may charge you one ninety or two sixty nine. See, now the price is going to vary because when did they update their room?
3: How do you find these VRBOs? VRBOs,
0: you gotta look. You'll see a. Oh, mod- it's
3: on the VRBO yeah. app. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: You'll see a modern room, and it'll probably be two sixty. Okay. And then you'll see a room that hasn't been updated and that'll be maybe 179.
3: Got it. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay, so number 3 is Ohana Waikiki Malia.
0: I know that resort you too. Do? That's not horrible. It's not a bad place. This would be a, <laughs> this would be a place that you could go as well.
3: So, it's conveniently situated near restaurants and shopping yeah. and you'll have quick access to all of Waikiki's main attractions. This one starts at 246 a night.
0: Yes. Yeah. Out of all these so far, um i would say the luana is still the best so far okay yeah
3: so i am not even sure how to pronounce this next one mm-hmm. the equus hotel okay it's e-q-u-u-s
0: yes i've picked up people from there and they say it's 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 a cheap elegance yeah it's yeah
3: it's it's considered to be stylish yes <laughs> it's, it's it's
0: uh it's cheaply styled Okay, <laughs> <laughs> But you won't notice that. It's actually kind of elegant.
3: So Ala Moana Center is only a 15-minute walk away. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing just to note is that the property is not wheelchair accessible. and has a tall stairway up to the main lobby.
0: Oh, I'm surprised because uh, I thought all resorts had to be weird, wheelchair accessible. You could be sued.
3: I don't know. yeah, um, somehow they get away with it. And this huh. one is pretty cheap. It starts at two oh three a night. okay, that so. I mean,
0: for the price, that would be a re- good resort to stay at. So I would totally. put the Luana uh, the uh, yeah. is that the name of it? Yeah, the Luana, and this one right up there.
3: okay. Number five, Aston at the Waikiki Banyan.
0: Now, there's many Aston's. There's Aston Waikiki, there's it's Aston so Surf, there's Aston Banyan.
3: Yeah, it's so confusing. Yeah, there's
0: many Aston's, and they're all kind of priced about the same, so okay. an Aston would be a good backup plan so overall.
3: So would you say, is this the best of the Aston's? Are they all kind of similar? Do you know? Well,
0: you, I mean, I've, I've stayed at the Aston Waikiki, and I've stayed at the Aston Sunset.
3: Oh, so you haven't seen it at this one?
0: No, the okay. Aston, but the Aston Sunset out of these—they're all priced about the same. But the thing about the Aston Sunset is that it's actually small townhome condos. You have a full kitchen, you have two bedrooms, oh, nice. you have a living room, you have a large lanai, and um, facing Diamond Head. Uh, so it's pretty good. I would say the I would say out of all of them, the Aston uh, Sunset. The problem is though, it's old, right? So you have old furniture, you have old like bamboo bullshit inside and stuff like that. It kind of looks like it's from the 70s. That's
3: okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's the draw to the Waikiki Banyan one though yeah yeah um so this hotel has access to one of waikiki's cheapest and most convenient parking garages mm. obviously that, that is helpful it's not included with the room but parking is only 15 dollars a day here mm-hmm. that's like insane for waikiki yeah
0: because it's usually 35 to 50 dollars yes, a day yes so, so people
3: so stay there just for that reason alone yeah, so they can yeah. park their car and afford S- it so you're <laughs> saving
0: a lot of money if you happen to be renting a car you also have to think about the fact that you're going to have to have uh, a lot of money saved to put into the parking. Yeah. And considering overall, the Astons are a little cheaper, and if, and this particular one is only fifteen dollars a day. Damn, you can't beat that.
3: Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. And th- so this one starts at three oh nine a night.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that's a little too much for an Aston. <laughs> but Aston's, you know, Tiffany stayed at Aston. She said it was like three to four hundred dollars a night, and that hers, was at the Aston Waikiki.
3: And hers was nice.
0: And she so she said it was nice. Oh. What is this the Vibe Hotel? You asked me. I've stayed there too. Okay, can I Sorry, Thanks I got for too excited. Ruining
3: my thunder. I'm sorry I got so excited. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you asked me where I stayed when you picked me up. I stayed yes. at Vibe Hotel. Did you? This was not on any list that I researched, okay. but this is my number six, and I had to add it because I loved Vive Hotel. I agree with you. So it's a boutique hotel in Waikiki, and the description on the website that sold me <laughs> and made me decide to stay here, besides the besides the fact that it yeah. was like one of the only ones I could afford. Yeah. Um, it says on the website, the aloha spirit is infused in every element at Vive Hotel Waikiki. And I was like, oh, it's calling my name.
0: Like <laughs> crock of crap.
7: No,
3: it really is. <laughs> they were wonderful. And it's tucked three blocks away from Waikiki Beach. Yes. Um, but it's, it's on a the back strip. It's a boutique retreat, they call it. It's and a chic Chic. Um It's very chic, and I love it. I love boutique hotels. I yeah. mean, I can't afford the expensive resorts. So when I did, I guess it was a year before I moved here, the night before my Jeep to- Jeep tour with you, mm-hmm. I stayed at Vibe Hotel, and that is not where you picked me up in the morning because you made me walk to a different resort to I get belee- picked yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it
0: was the... Um, oh, man, I can't even remember the name of the one, but I know where I had you. I had, yeah, ha- you I had, had me you walk up.
3: to a different one, like a bigger resort.
0: Yeah, yeah. So... Let me tell you a little story about this place.
3: Wait, hold on. Before you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it now starts at 2:45 at night. I, let me tell you. I That's paid, part of
0: the story I'm going to talk about. Oh, <laughs> but so <go> ahead. <laughs> I paid 199. You paid 199. Yeah. Okay. Okay, go ahead. So, when I first moved to uh, Waikiki, because I made—if you guys know my story—I moved back and forth to Hawaii twice. The second time, I stayed at the Vibe for almost a month as I was looking for a place to rent.
3: Oh, I didn't know you stayed there that long. Yes. That's cool. Uh, back, That's such a coincidence.
0: Yes, yes. I and I remember how much it was a night back all those years ago. And how much? It was $99. Wow.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing. But yeah. that was a long time ago, yeah.
0: And that was a lot more affordable than, you know, the 250 or the 199 that you paid, you know, so um, I, I enjoyed it. You know, it's on the back strip. Uh, there's no really place out front to, you know, pick up guests because we picked up guests there before. Uh, the garage is right next to it. I liked it. I liked the look. I liked the modern feel to it. And for the price, I thought it was really good. And I, it was a place where I could afford to stay there. Uh, and the it was good served. price the time. The I, rooms I enjoyed were the room. Beautiful. I, I mean, the room. they
3: weren't like massive or anything. But who needs that?
0: They've been redone since. So you oh. got a better room than I did. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah. So it's that gorgeous. was so
0: that was the old resort, and then it, when it was redone they changed the name to the the, uh, the vibe yeah so um, but i highly recommend that one too if you don't yes. want to have to spend a lot of money and it's not like a place you're going to be in all day because you're going to be out and exploring these are all really great cheaper prices it's really the best you're going to get considering considering the world we live in today. No, it's true. And
3: so you have to make a decision. Is it more important for you to have an ocean view but stay in a crappier place? Or do you want to stay in a nicer place where you have to walk a couple blocks to get to the beach? Because you're going to have to pick for that price. You're not going to get it all.
0: Yeah, let me add one more for everybody. The Park Shore.
3: Oh, I've heard of that. Oh my gosh, that's where that new Tiki Bar is.
0: Yes. Now, the Park park Shore sits uh, right at the end of Waikiki overlooking a direct, perfect, view of Diamond Head. There is no obstruct views. Uh, the Park Shore is right at the end of Waikiki. It's right sits right where Lulu's is. You mm. know the restaurant and yes. then you get the Starbucks right below it. And I stayed there and the Lanai that I had, uh, we had stayed there one night for Halloween. For the Halloween weekend I don't know how many years ago it was. And obviously it was cheaper. It's a cheaper place. Considering the views, it, the Park Shore has the, ve- the best views of all the resorts in Waikiki. Oh,
3: that's awesome! So to
0: have that view and to pay that cheaper cost, still they just have worked out a way where they happen to be, they, the park sure happens to be at the end of Waikiki, right at the zoo, looking out to Kapiolani Park and a perfect view of Diamond Head, no obstruction at all. You can't beat that. Now. You can't beat the views, and you get a partial beach view, obviously to the right, Diamond Head right in front of you. It's just beautiful. Let so me tell park sure for sure. No, cheap, yes, cheap.
3: But Let me tell you this. I was there last September for my friend's birthday, and the whole place was completely renovated. So I don't know if it's still cheap.
0: It might not be cheap because, uh, what year is this?
3: last this last september
0: okay so definitely the, the whole covid thing a yeah. lot of the resorts when they were closed like the Hulu kalani and all these other resorts they completely rebuilt themselves and like the turtle bay resort on the north shore yes
3: and they added a brand new tiki bar right. that's where we went for my friend's birthday which is amazing by okay the way. so the price
0: not beat the price is probably not one ninety nine a night
3: anymore. i don't know Do, should we look it up real fast
0: i mean you can go ahead and look you can go ahead and look if you want um should I start doing the restaurants while you while you look up that up? No?
3: (laughs) Maybe you could stop it for a second.
0: (laughs) Okay, and we'll be right back. (laughs) Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a
3: patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life.
0: And thank you so much for your support. All right, so we found the information on the park shore.
3: So this is amazing. The standard hotel room starts at 179 a night. Of course, I'm sure there's taxes and fees. All right. But I'm sold. I want to go stay at Park Shore Hotel and enjoy drinks at the cute little tiki bar there. We all need right. to do that. All
0: right. Let's do it. So this is also another recommendation for a cheaper resort with probably the best views of all of Waikiki.
3: I'm excited. We're going to do this
0: Yeah, we're going to do it. All right. (laughs) Okay, so we're already, let's see, we're already an hour in. Uh, This is going to be a long podcast. I know. So we'll discuss what's up for the next following month and weeks uh, when we get to the end of the show. Okay. All right, so what do we got now? We're going to be doing restaurants in Waikiki to go to.
3: Best Waikiki restaurant. All right, let's do it. All right, so I will say the restaurant, and you can feel free to jump in. <laughs> okay. Number one is the most popular tourist restaurant in You're just in numbering it, though. You're not saying they're this not is the in order. best. Okay. Yeah, they're not in order. All right, all right. But this is definitely the most popular with tourists, and that okay. would be Duke's Waikiki. Yes. Very popular for its barefoot bar. Mm-hmm um but go ahead you've been there a lot so
0: yeah i mean this was one this this and another restaurant do you have the chart house in here i do okay so the chart house and uh pretty much duke's waikiki are the two most popular places i would go to and uh for considering why i say that is because this is not only a place for Uh, tourists to go but it's a place that a lot of locals go so when you go to Dukes and when you go to the chart house we'll talk about that these are the two locations that I felt like it was locals just not tourism there
3: no, that's really true. Dukes yeah. is a good mix.
0: It has a good vibe to it, like as if it's a still local place where locals hang out. They have a lot of local bands that play there on Sundays, on so the Sunday weekends.
3: Fun, I was going to say, one of the biggest draws is Sunday Funday that yes. they do. They have local live music. Henry Capono
0: plays there every Sunday. Yeah, pretty he's much. He's famous.
3: He's amazing. And he's, he's
0: like, he's like what's his name? That just passed away. I'm sorry. I can't think of his name off the top of my head.
3: Oh, Willie. Willie. Okay. Willie K. Oh, I know. Yeah, so
0: he's, like, he's up there with Willie. K. I mean obviously willie k is a little better known yeah but uh, henry campono is right up there at the same time period and he's still playing crazy stuff oh he's so good so, yeah and he's amazing
3: yeah, so before COVID, I mean, I'm sure Sunday Day is back in full swing now, but we haven't been there since no, COVID. we haven't. Um, but it's super fun, and I feel like that draws the biggest local crowd in. The food variety music. is
0: good, too. You have steaks and fish and chickens. You have a, uh, a wonderful, probably one of the best salad bars in all of uh, Waikiki.
3: And I hope, it's I, all, I hope it's still there. I don't know. We'll find out. But I live for the hula pie. Oh, the
0: hula pie, of course. <laughs> but, you know, I think... Uh, have you gone to eat there at Duke's?
3: Oh, of course. I've been well, there We've gone you. there. We've yeah. gone there.
0: Do you remember eating the food? Do you remember going to the salad bar? I've been bar? there.
3: I've actually been there a lot, yeah. Okay, so
0: you remember going to the salad yes. bar, how wonderful it is. Mm-hmm. It's got everything you could possibly want on the salad bar. So you could eat that by itself. I think if the price at the time was like 14 or $15, you could just have the salad bar.
3: Totally. Yeah,
0: but usually it'll come with every meal that you have there. So if you got like an entree, uh, the that comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It
3: was great. So number two is right there. We have Hula Grill, Waikiki.
0: Right upstairs from Duke's. Talk about YDK. it
3: because I've only been to the one in Maui. I've never been to the Waikiki well, one.
0: Crazy as it sounds, I think the views are much better when you get higher. So Duke's is amazing. But once you get higher, you get a better perspective and you get cool. to look down on the pool. You get to look down. Uh, the sunset is right there level wise. And it's just you get a better view of the beach. And the, the entrees are really good, too. I love Hula Grill for the breakfasts. I think the breakfasts mm. are amazing there. Um, but, I th- you know, it's a good alternative because we ju- I just brought out some guest that says this. Are you ready? Two-month wait to get into Dukes. <laughs>
1: ridiculous.
0: Because they don't have enough staff to work to deal with all the tables that are available to so, wait.
3: we dealt with that last summer, but it's this, happening again. this year it sounds even worse.
0: <laughs> this year it's even worse because in the same problem we're having with getting guides for the Jeep business and the uh, the, um, the brewery business, yeah. people don't want to work, and if they do work, they want all this stuff, they want to be making more money than you can possibly give them. It's like, uh, look at it this way, and I'm going to just be outright and honest between the guide getting what they're getting and tips they're making more than the owners. Can you tell me what's wrong with this?
3: <laughs> anyway, are we done with our little tangent?
0: <laughs> yes, but that's what I'm saying, I know, so I get these it. places that we're talking about right now, you you may have to wait. You may have to wait. You may not be able to get in. You may have anybody, to start booking these places well in advance.
3: Anybody who came last summer knows yes. it was the same. This is even worse. Three-month wait. That's insane. Book but. in
0: advance. Hula Grill, you have a much better chance yeah. of getting into than Dukes Below It. I don't know why. It's just not it's as popular. I get it. It's a of a
3: hidden gem because everybody knows Dukes, but not everybody knows Hula Grill. Right. But yeah, it's a great alternative. Yeah, great alternative. Number three, we have Roy's Waikiki Beach. This is the one Roy's on Oahu I have not been to yet.
0: Oh. Okay, I've been here. Okay, go for it. Um it's good. It's not as good as the one in Hawaii Kai. No, why is that? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Is, is I, this
3: on the water?
0: No, it's right across from the Hale Kulani. And right oh. so, Okay, so it's right across from the Alani Kulani and the Hale Kulani is right next to the Outrigger Reef. So literally it's right across from the Outrigger Reef. Okay. Um I'm not I don't wanna poo poo on any of these restaurants, but uh, How I feel deep inside is when you deal with a restaurant that is in Waikiki, you're dealing with a great amount of turnover, right? Oh, okay. So people are coming and going all the time. So I don't want to say that the food quality is not as good because I I don't feel I have the right to say that. Um, But the thing is, is when you go to a restaurant outside of Waikiki, those are people, return customers you're going to get every week or every month. And you want to make sure you do a damn good job with that food. Same with those with food trucks. Those yes. people are locals. Those are the people who are going to be paying your bills. I get it. Okay.
3: Okay, now I'm going to go off on a tangent for a second. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but I just have to say this. Mm. Guys, if you want to go to the best Roy's, in my opinion, go to Turtle Bay. <laughs> because, oh my God. It's not Q- in Waikiki, though. <laughs> no, I know. That's why I said it's a tangent. Yeah, yeah. It is just the ambiance and the view with it being, like, on the water. It's phenomenal. And if you are like me and happen to be vegetarian or vegan, they have the most insane vegan menu there. The other ones do not. The other ones have, like, the Hawaii Kai one has a vegetarian menu, but yeah. the other ones do not. They might have, like, a vegan option or something. But the Turtle Bay one, oh, my God, will not disappoint. I'm oh, sorry. So 10% of our it.
0: listeners, 10% of our listeners who are vegan Vegans,
3: they need help. Listen those, in, those ones who are vegans. <laughs> they need to hear it. It's amazing. No, it but is. We went for a rehearsal dinner over the past weekend, and yeah. it was my first time eating there. I don't yeah. know about you, but it was phenomenal. It
0: was not my first time. I've been there before, and this is the uh, beach restaurant on the Turtle Bay Resort. It's literally on the beach, but yeah. that is where they filmed forgetting sarah marshall which
3: is so cool
0: yeah so if you remember those scenes where he spills wine on himself to get (laughs) rid of that horrible aloha shirt that he had and all those scenes with the restaurant that was all filmed at the place we're talking about right now
3: yeah and the hawaii kai roys i know that you really love it and i get it the only issue i have is like i don't feel like an expensive restaurant should be located in a strip mall it's a strip mall you're sitting outside staring at the road i don't like that I don't know. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Tangent over. That was was
0: the original Roigina. I know. So, I mean, uh, I think think the strip mall was built around it. I I think it was there first.
3: But it's there now. It is what it is. (laughs) But I do love having it so locally. That is really wonderful. Yeah, Yeah. Okay. So, number four is Tommy Bahama Restaurant. I've been here. I've been here with you.
0: Yeah. So, what do you think of it? I think it could be better.
3: Oh, I loved it.
0: I did not love it. Well,
3: I don't remember the food. I remember places for their ambiance. And I love that it's like a rooftop bar. Um, You get to sit outside on the rooftop and enjoy your food and drinks. And the view is nice. Yes. So I liked it for that.
0: I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm not saying I wouldn't go again. I'm saying that considering I love all the colognes and perfumes of Tommy Bahama, they're like the only one I will buy nowadays. And there's so much variety. You go through the store below it. Then you go up a staircase that takes you to the restaurant. I just love going through there and having all those smells. And then they have that wall with all the um, plants on it, which I really love and enjoy. But when you get upstairs, as you're going up that spiral staircase with all the plants on the wall, you get up there and you're like, I feel that I'm let down.
3: Oh, I don't. I like it. Yeah,
0: so you go upstairs and there's like an open feel to like the restaurant. It's, it's nice. It's it beautiful. TV I'm not saying it's
3: torches. Hot. It has it like does, a little okay. couch area with fire right. pit. It's really cute. I don't know why I don't like
0: it. No, I like it. It's cute. You and know? then then you go up another one and it gets you to the roof.
3: Oh, that's what I meant. Sorry.
0: I feel let down by the time I get to the roof. Oh, I, I don't know. know what it is. It's more of an open. There's not really any class up there. Oh, you, no. got, you got that little fire thing going. But I mean, other than that, I like that second floor better than I like the top floor.
3: Oh, I like rooftop.
0: I like things to get better as you go up.
3: Yeah, I think it does. I I don't don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Anyway, as
0: a designer, I don't like the design of the top floor. Okay, I like the tiki torches (laughs) and the fire pit
3: with the couches. I think it's really nice. But let me know what you guys think. Yeah, let us know. (laughs) What is really cool about it is, like you said, it has the whole Tommy Bahama shops right underneath it. Which is kind of strange to me,
0: too, though. No, I
3: like it. No, I I like it, but it's kind
0: of, there's a store in the restaurant above it.
3: Ah. Wait, when I went, when I was researching this, I went to their website and there's one centralized website for all the Tommy Bahama restaurants because it is. Is a chain, and guess what? What is, did you know that they're all scratch kitchens? Do you know what that means?
0: Well, no, tell me.
3: Yeah, I didn't know this. So they don't have like a chef. They huh? they turn over frequently depending on the need. Do the
0: sh- do the cooks or the chefs move from one to the other?
3: I mean, it just says high huh? turnover. Like they don't have like it's not I, like Roy's, you know.
0: I would never know that. Um, I went to the one. um I went to the Tommy Bahama over on Maui next to the, uh, uh, what, is it? what is that really expensive um, hotel? The Wailea? The Wailea. The Grand Wailea. So the Tommy Bahama was right next to that, and I so loved Tommy Bahama there. Oh, yeah and um i really like the one in waikiki too i just you know I just you know whatever i just like things to get better as you go up That's all <laughs> anyway didn't, didn't work for me.
3: <laughs> so number five is one of your favorites yes. we have the chart house that is
0: one of my favorites
3: you know it is so go ahead talk about it
0: seafood steak you know it's 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 more like a i don't know it's the perfect restaurant you would find on a marina
3: mud pie
0: Yeah, but I mean, they have the mud pie. See, you're thinking about these desserts and stuff. I like desserts and drinks. Yeah, you don't get right. So the, the lychee of all the places I've gone, the two best lychee martinis is the Chart House, number one for the price, and then the overall is from Roy's. Them two have the best lychee martinis. Oh,
3: Roy's is amazing, yeah. I
0: still believe that overall... The Chart House has not only a cheaper lychee martini, but a better one than Roy's.
3: Their happy hour prices for martinis are good. Do we talk about happy hour here at all? Uh yeah okay but yeah. I don't know that it's in my list because I tried yeah. to pick different places yeah but you can mention it but yeah so their happy hour is really great and they always have live music playing yeah. so yeah. we love it for that and just for people who aren't familiar with it it is on the um what is it called? the LOI, L-O-I Marina L-O-I Marina it, yeah it's
0: uh, right below the Ilokai Marina Resort but it's it's like a VBRO you, or it's okay so where I I lived right above the chart house. So I lived at the Ilikai Marina, and their studios—no, uh, not studios—they're they're, one-bedroom studios, which means you have this thing, a wall that can close and open, and it opens the the, the bedroom and uh, closes it. Beautiful, and I right on the water. Nice size kitchen, nice size living room and, and, and bedroom. So that's another place you may want to look at too. I can't imagine that those costs too much money there.
3: Yeah, I wonder. I don't even know. No. And it's
0: right above the chat House. Mm, that's uh, great. So the the chat House, it just has really great seafood, shellfish, shrimp, uh, ahi, different types of fish um i always sit on the bar side it just seems more comfortable there for me i just like it over there because it's see by the
3: water too
0: yeah i mean the whole the whole restaurant's on the water but the thing is is when you sit on the bar side and why we were talking about why do i feel dukes and um the chart house is more local the bar side is more local it's all local people and then the restaurant section is on the opposite side of the restaurant uh the opposite side of the chart house and that's the restaurant part where the tourists usually go true so, it's just a different feeling. You can feel the difference between the look, because you're listening, you're laughing, you're hearing the local talk. And the bar side of the restaurant is also where they have the live music.
3: Yes, I love it. So,
0: and I think it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Overall, the chart house is just the place where I would go to after work every day. I'd get drunk and just go up eight floors and go, and go to bed. <laughs> That's
4: so, so fun. I'm,
0: I'm so used to having lychee martinis every night and beer and uh, having um, sushi there and uh, the, I believe, one of their best. Uh, things is the ahi burger they actually grind up the ahi like they would a burger but it's ahi it's really good teriyaki ahi nice so good you don't like that because you don't need it but it's so good and they have the kimmy unroll sushi roll which is more like an unrolled poke bowl and it's friggin phenomenal and it's nice and spicy so i really love that too
3: so this is just for tiffany because i know she'll appreciate it um, but they, after they renovated, which was during COVID, they added a vegan menu. But you should Really? The only thing is, it's crazy expensive. I haven't Ooh. tried it yet. I mean, I looked at those prices and I was like, wow.
0: It's well, since it reopened, the prices have obviously changed too. I, I yeah. don't, I don't think getting an ahi burger is going to be, you know, thirteen dollars anymore. It's I probably going to be nineteen or twenty now. Yeah, I think so. It's just the reality. We should definitely go and try all that stuff. We should. And
3: also just I have to mention, because this little place kind of, I don't know, has a place in my heart, but downstairs there's a dive pizza joint. Oh,
0: totally. I talked that I talked that up to everybody that stays at the Hilton Hawaiian village.
3: It's actually really good. And they have like five dollar drinks. I mean, if you go during happy hour, it is so good. Do you
0: know the exact name of that place? I
3: don't, but I love it. Okay, so
0: it's right below the chart house. They have phenomenal breakfast and great pizza yes and it's so much cheaper when and cheap it's cheap drinks yeah and it's a five minute walk away from the hilton wyan village why would you eat and spend hundreds of dollars on dinner when you can go there and spend 50 yeah. you know on totally good food agree. and it's a great place to go to for breakfast
3: Do you know it did a survive covid is it still open it's there yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's good. there awesome yeah.
0: Nice. All right, what we got?
3: Okay, number six, Duraku. Oh,
0: my favorite sushi spot.
3: So there's actually two locations. Yes. One is in Waikiki, but there's also a Kaka'ako location, which is the only one I've ever been to. So
0: that's the one right across from the Blaisdell Center.
3: That's the one I've been to. Have you been to Waikiki?
0: Been to both. Okay. Both are good. Obviously, we're talking about Waikiki, so it would be the Duraku that's in the strip mall right in front of the Royal Hawaiian. That's where that is. Yeah. Uh, That's obviously my favorite. They both have a very Buddha-like atmosphere with Buddha-like music, like Buddha Attitude Music. It's very Buddha-like inside the tables, the statues, uh, everything.
3: If you don't know, it's a sushi joint.
0: It's a sushi joint. Yep, yep. That's my favorite sushi. and uh, For the overall atmosphere and quality of sushi, there's better just sushi places. But for overall atmosphere and sushi, Duraku is the best sushi.
3: And again, for a tip, they have vegan and vegetarian options. All right. I, I actually really love their eggplant there. It is hard to be a <laughs>
0: vegan and vegetarian anywhere today. But um, no, Hawaii is slowly turning.
3: It is so easy. It is not on the, easy. Oh, my God. In Pennsylvania, at Philly, it was so easy. Nah. There were... Vegan vegan restaurants were huge
0: they're getting better
3: but in hawaii it's just 10 years behind well
0: i mean they get a better thing better with things i wish i could easily turn over to more things that were vegan or vegetarian but me and you have a love for cheese i have not found and i don't but you've you've accepted like you know you get vegan or is it vegan or is it well it's vegan cheese I have not been able to accept the taste of vegan cheese yet. (laughs) Until I can say that this tastes like cheese to me, I'm not going to do it. Uh, I I just love cheese, and it's very hard for me to accept a vegan cheese that doesn't taste like cheese to me. That's okay. Thank you.
3: I mean, (laughs) that's just called vegetarian then. But you're not vegetarian either. No. Okay, let's go on. So now we're going to get to the um, three that we mentioned earlier, starting with La Mer. So, located yes. inside Halle Kulani Hotel, and I've never eaten at La Mer, so I'm going to pass it over to you.
0: It uh, The two, I don't know what else you have on this list because I haven't looked at it. But well, what
3: I'm saying by the three is we're going to do La Mer, and then next will be House Without a Key, and then next will be Orchids.
0: Okay. Do we have a lot after that? Oh, yeah. Restaurants? Okay. So, maybe it's in the list later oh, on.
3: Oh, oh, no. I'm sorry. There's only...
0: Okay. Oh, so, no. the best two restaurants I've experienced in Waikiki is, number one, La Mer. Number two, Michelle's, which is further down at the end of Waikiki.
3: That is not on my list. I've never even okay. heard of it.
0: So, Le Mire is a French-Asian-Hawaiian cuisine, and Michelle's is also French, but it's a much older style. I have an issue when I go to a restaurant and people are, like, in my face 24-7 mm-hmm. now when you go to high-end places that's appreciated but i don't actually have i have a very uncomfortable feeling of when people serve me too much mm-hmm. i don't know if that's a problem with rich people
1: i don't
0: know <laughs> <laughs> but Lemire is highly expensive for two people it costs between three and four hundred dollars wow at Michelle's, I believe it was 250 What's for two Michelle's? people. What's Michelle's? What kind of food is that? Michelle's is also French cuisine, um. but it's also a lot of seafood. It's a lot of, I don't know how to explain it, but the place is much more uh, classic and older style. with Lemire's French cuisine and the look of it is more modernized as of today. Mm. Uh, when you go to Michelle's at the end of Waikiki, it just feels like you're in a restaurant that's about 30, 40, 50 years old. Okay. Do you see what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, totally. Uh, I love both of them. It just has a different feeling. And the, huh, I, I think there's another one down. The, the, there's a banyan tree restaurant down there. And it's very good. And you actually, the restaurant is completely built under the banyan tree. And that one is near Michelle's. And those are further down at the end of Waikiki. I can't remember off the top of my head what it is, but they're both very good at restaurants. Okay. That has an older style. All the tables and all the stuff on the tables are pink. Oh. It's very elegant. Uh, you're outside under the banyan tree, and you see the sunset right from there. Cool. It's absolutely gorgeous, but I think it's the banyan restaurant or the banyan tree restaurant. I can't remember, but... Look it up, guys. So if you come here, you got to go to La Mer, you got to well, go to Michelle's, you well, got to go to the Banyan uh, Tree Restaurant, if you have some money to yeah, splurge. Yeah, only if
3: you want to drop a lot of money on dinner. You don't yeah. have to go there. No,
0: you don't have to. But out of those three restaurants, the Banyan Tree is the cheaper one.
3: Okay, so let's go from La Mer next to Orchids. Oh, Orchids is also in the same resort and i can speak to this one i was just there friday night for a bachelorette party dinner mm-hmm. and um it was we sat outside so it's inside and outside seating and we sat right outside beautiful oceanfront seating gorgeous sunset it was beautiful yes um the food was i guess it's considered italian
0: really that's interesting
3: well that's what i read and i had a Gucci's cheese ravioli okay
0: maybe it is yeah. but they
3: also had stuff like octopus on the menu yeah um, i've only
0: i've only been there for the um sunday buffet that they have and it was effin phenomenal yeah. so i can't really say about actually i've gone there seven several times for the weekend buffets but i can't really say anything about because i haven't eaten dinner there
3: okay yeah, well I'm, the yeah. ambiance is gorgeous it is beautiful beautiful sunset and then you have i guess a slate step down would be house without a key
0: yeah so so we're talking about the three restaurants that are inside the holly kulani resort yeah is that right mm-hmm. okay so the house without a key i would say overall would be the most reasonable one priced and I think the food is excellent there as well.
3: And it sounds fun because I read that it's a great place to enjoy sunset Mai Tais, live music, and hula. So yes. maybe it's a different vibe, whereas Orchids it is. is very classy. This is more fun.
0: Yeah, so the House Without a Key is, so it goes House Without a Key, Orchids, and then La Mer. There's a step up. Yeah. You know, like I was talking about it, Tommy Bahamas. You want it to step it up every time you go up. So the House Without a Key is the cheaper, no, I'm not going to say cheaper. It's just, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's
3: cheaper. It's not going to be $500. No, no,
0: it's not. <laughs> and uh, Out of the three, um, you'd probably, if you're on vacation here, you'd probably be able to spend the most money or the most time at that one. I've never been to Hustle that one yet, key. and
3: I really want to go there because I feel like that's more my vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right, right. So, okay. We'll N- Number 10, maybe you can speak to this. Actually, I'm pretty sure you can. Yes. We have High's Steakhouse.
0: Yeah, so it is the... Best Steakhouse in Waikiki. It has an old New York whiskey cigar pool hall type of feeling in it. It has that old greens and and leather browns and things like that. And I love what whiskey bars look like. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love the old libraries.
1: Totally. And
0: so the high steakhouse... You know, not only does it have the atmosphere and ambiance of what you imagine, the food is amazing. The steaks, and obviously you don't eat steaks. How's their
3: mac and cheese? Oh,
0: it's friggin' excellent. <laughs> okay, there we go. Their I'll mashed potato, the garlic mashed potatoes, all their different mashed potatoes are friggin' phenomenal. Listen, everything in this place. Serves- oh, god, the agrotin gratin's amazing. <laughs> go. I can go. You go there for the steak. No, I don't eat steak. <laughs> I know you don't. So you would just have a bunch of potatoes and mac and cheese and, and, and salad. asparagus, maybe.
3: Steakhouses always have great salads. They
0: do. It is true. So everything is fantastic there. The location is at the back, uh, Kuhio Strip. It's kind of weird where it is. Uh, you kind of have to try to look for it. Um, but it's the best steakhouse I've ever been to in Hawaii. Uh, and guess what? Hawaii.
3: And guess what? What? Their meat is cooked over Hawaiian kiawe wood.
0: Hell yeah, and they have aged meat. So, you know, you can buy an old piece of meat that's been sitting around hanging somewhere. Okay. It's very buttery. I know.
3: Ugh, <laughs> you don't want it. are making to
0: talk me sick. It. Listen, I'm not going to get into it so okay. I can scare her and frighten Amanda. <laughs> but anyways, you guys know what I'm talking about. If you love steak, I don't eat a lot of steak, but if I'm going to eat a steak, I'm going to go there. They have many different kinds of steaks many different age steaks steaks from wherever all different kinds of cuts they're not cheap everything is a la carte if you're going to get the steak you get the steak then you order the side of mashed potatoes or the side of au gratin or, or, or you know uh, white asparagus or uh, yeah. mac and cheese, whatever you want.
3: I'll go for sides and a salad. Yeah. Let's do it one yeah. day. Yeah.
0: So that place is absolutely wonderful. And I'm surprised you actually brought up a steakhouse. <laughs> so right I on. I mean, it's not my right list. On. Well, whose list is it? It's for everybody. Okay. Well, great. Because I think everybody would enjoy that place. <laughs> and that place is is absolutely not cheap.
3: Yeah, okay. It's I the figured. most expensive
0: steakhouse. It's more expensive Ooh. than Ruth Chris. Is
3: it really? Yeah. Oh, my dad would love it. I yeah, better We should call go. Him. We should
0: definitely go with your dad. Okay. And I'm sh- is that it to Cheryl? Them. We go with them too? Yeah. Okay, right on. So you can have a wonderful uh, $30, $40 salad <laughs> with some $40 <laughs> mac and cheese and uh, maybe anyway. a side of $50 mashed potatoes. Oh my gosh, stop <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, so number 11, I know nothing about, except I know it's hugely popular here. So we really? have Morimoto Waikiki.
0: I have never been here.
3: I know, right? But I know that a never. lot of people really love it.
0: Uh, so obviously it's Japanese. Is it? Is it um, sushi? What is it? What do you got? Oh, I
3: don't even... Know. Okay, so it says, it says... Japanese and Western upscale, ingredients. Is, yeah. It's an upscale restaurant here. Japanese and Western ingredients are seamlessly combined to create a masterful fusion of the two cultural cuisines. Mm. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Um,
3: named Honolulu's top restaurant by the New York Times.
0: Okay, well, I don't know anything about it. Uh, I've actually I've heard about it, but I never looked into it anything more than that. I'm sure it's a wonderful restaurant. Yeah, you know. Um, Okay. Uh we have we have some restaurants obviously that we still need to get to.
3: I actually kind of messed up. Yeah, why? Cuz I meant to send this to you before the podcast and say, "Hey, can you help me get this down to 10 restaurants?" So we're yeah. already on number 12. I didn't mean to include all of these. Okay, but
0: alan Wong's. Let's but go to I alan forgot. Wong's restaurant.
3: So, now you guys have an extra long list. So, yeah. So, 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 we have so Alan Wong's 12.
0: alan Wong's restaurant. I actually uh did a job interview there to be a Ooh. chef. So, when I first moved to hawaii i went to be a chef at alan Wong's.
3: so talk about it what kind of cuisine is it
0: it's a little bit of everything okay yeah it's it's asian so so something here in hawaii a lot of asian fusion is going on here in hawaii Yeah, for sure so that was asian fusion a lot of local fishes and uh, meats uh and thing like that um overall the food was really good uh, when I had the job interview, I—I'll f- be just be honest. I and I always say this. I'll just be honest. <laughs> um, I felt I was kind of an outsider.
3: Oh yeah, because you weren't Asian.
0: You know, I mean that may be part of it, but I—but th- I, I don't think. I mean, they obviously weren't discriminating against me because oh, yeah. of that, but I didn't feel like I was going to fit into this place. Okay. The majority of people were Filipino or. Chinese or Japanese or something okay. so I just didn't know how I was gonna meld with these guys got it and that was this would be the first type of re- you know I'm Italian so I'm used to being around a lot of Italians and restaurants that I've worked in mm-hmm. so I felt well you know I went there ahead of time to actually eat and see what it was all like never saying it's I good. got an interview in a couple of days yeah and I really enjoyed the food and loved everything but then when I got back there and started talking to everybody you know their cultures different yeah, and when I had just moved here, it wasn't a culture I was feeling comfortable with. Yeah, so I couldn't really adjust so much. Well, that's else. So so literally, it said, you know, we'll offer you a position. Uh, I never called them.
3: Oh really? <laughs> no, no, because you didn't want to say no. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So,
0: whatever. What is? Hey, story. life takes you wherever it goes.
3: It does, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Hey, so should number thirteen be on this list or no?
0: No. Okay. Let's Tiki's just skip it. Tiki's Grill and Bar is not a Tiki place. It's not a tiki bar. I've never been to
3: tiki's, but it came up on every list I googled. Why isn't
0: Lulu's on here?
3: Because Lulu's...
0: Lulu's is kind of a dumpy place. Yeah,
3: so Lulu's isn't like a a great place for food. No, but it's it's, a local place. It's a local place, and it's great for happy hour, and it's also great for like if you're younger and you want to go clubbing at night. Lulu's is like the place to go staying,
0: If you're staying at the Park Shore, this would be a place that you would visit because it's right there.
3: Yeah, so I've never been to tiki's, so just, I, I don't know. It's open-air restaurant with the I've with been a tiki there vibe. I've
0: been there it's it's a fake tiki bar
3: okay it's a
0: fake tiki bar the full the food was good it was decent the drinks were decent
3: I mean I've walked by it a million times I've just never stopped do you there.
0: <laughs> do you waste your time here when there's so know. many other places no you do not
3: okay we'll skip it then all right are you ready to move on
0: I am ready to move on Because we're at an hour and a half
3: I know, this is a long one Already So the next one is the best happy hours in Waikiki
0: Alright
3: Okay <laughs> People are not
0: going to be able to listen to the show right, of, You know, the whole thing I
3: know, should we stop? They're going to
0: have to break it up <laughs> I should, we, should we stop? No, you know what I'm thinking of doing is We're going we're gonna to lay out a friggin' three hour podcast We're going to take a break next week And then we're going to do a bunch of patron-only shows. Okay. So let's go ahead and go all out on this one and get this three-hour going. We
3: can be fast on this one, the happy hour thing. So I tried to pick places that were different from the restaurants because a lot of the restaurants we mentioned do actually have good happy hours as well. Mm -hmm. But these are different. So number one, hide out at the Lilo. Excellent. Yeah, Hideout. So, I mean, it's a classic here. Um, Fun atmosphere on a rooftop bar with live music. What more do you need?
0: The Hideout is one of my favorite places. It's excellent, and it's well-known by the locals, too. Yes. All right.
3: Number two, Sky Waikiki. It has the best view of all of Waikiki. And I was actually just here Friday night for a bachelorette party. I hadn't been there in, like, almost four years or five years. Yeah. Yeah. So, um Yeah, it was. It's really different than. the It's too much for me. It's it's really crowded.
0: Yeah, see, I have a problem with crowds and sky because I don't know how it got its popularity, but obviously, yeah, the the view. It's just too much for me.
3: So I liked it. I mean, I always do, but I'm just yeah. I don't know. I like it a little better for happy hour than for late night when yeah. I was there. Yeah. Okay, so number three, Tommy Bahamas Waikiki. Oh, we did mention so the top already. So the, yeah, the, the top patio, floor. You're talking about the top floor, right? Yeah. The sand pit. All right. Um Number four is a new one. This is Deck Waikiki. Never located been there. Inside Queen Kapiolani Hotel. I've been there because my friend's boyfriend works there. All right. So I've been there a few times. And um, yeah, the views are beautiful. Um, the food is good. The drinks are amazing. And it's also, kind of like rooftop, and then you have a pool up there too, right so on. you can also go swimming. Okay, it's kind of fun. Cool. And then number five, I had to add Rumfire because it's just a great spot for drinks.
0: Yes, Rum fire is a must. They completely redesigned the Rumfire club, and it's much better than it used to be. The bar area is much better. Just overall, it's a better place than what it used to be. So I would definitely recommend going to Rumfire. One night on your trip.
3: Totally. Do you yeah. have any to add that I ha- we haven't mentioned yet off the top of your head?
0: I'm kind of all.
3: Everywhere's good. <laughs>
0: kind of all happy houred and restauranted out.
3: Well, we're Tell not you done the yet. Truth. <laughs> we're not done yet. We're giving people lots of options. I know
0: we are. What else we got?
3: Next, we have best Waikiki plate lunches, which, obviously, being a vegetarian, I could not do this. <laughs> so, this is solely based off of Google if you have any input please yeah. jump in yeah. number one we have rainbow drive-in oh,
0: that's absolutely the best place for plate lunches in Waikiki uh, it's been there the longest and it's famous so yes so that would definitely be a must go to the rainbow drive-in
3: yeah number two I don't know if that should be number 2
0: yeah, LNL Hawaiian barbecue uh, you can it's a Chain. Be, yeah it's a chain but you can get it anywhere on island Uh, It's kind of a low-level plate lunch place. There's so many more better ones than that. But overall, why wouldn't you go to L&L and get a shirt? (laughs) And have a plate lunch there. It's still good. It's still good. I mean, if you haven't been to l &L before, go to L&L. Yeah, you still got to go.
3: Have you been to the next two?
0: Uh, Pioneer Saloon, no. And Diamond Head Market and Grill, no. Um, You know, now that you bring up this Diamond Head Market and Grill uh, what about the Diamond Head Cove health bar?
3: That's not a plate lunch, is it?
0: You can get plate lunches there.
3: No, but these are solely like takeout. Oh, lunch. okay. Well, this is a
0: takeout place where you can get takeout. You can get the takeout best acai bowls on the island. How
3: about we add that for the next one? Oh,
0: okay. But no, I have not been to either one of those two okay. that you just said.
3: But hold on to that one because I don't think it's on my list. Okay. So next we have best breakfast places in Waikiki. Okay the first two you took me to yes okay so number one is heavenly Um, it's called heavenly island lifestyle it's a health conscious cafe that's local first organic whenever possible and it sources high quality ingredients from across the islands
0: heavenly is probably one of the best breakfast joints in all of Waikiki
3: it was magnificent (laughs) so
0: yes so you guys must go to heavenly you might have a little wait outside It's well worth it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We we went years ago, like way before COVID, and we had a long wait. (laughs) Yep.
0: Yep. But it's excellent to go.
3: Okay. So, number two, Mac 24 7. Yes. Best part is you can get breakfast at night.
0: (laughs) Yes. It's 24 7 open. You can get breakfast anytime. the, the dinners here are here. Excellent. It, it's like a um, no, it's no, a no, diner. Is, it's a diner.
3: Yes, it is. But we're talking about breakfast right here. And the reason I added it is because of the Mac Daddy Pancake Challenge for $35. Yes. Remember that?
0: Yes. But uh, I'm just overall saying that this is a good place. It's, you know, there's there's a lot of places in Waikiki that aren't open 24-7. Mm-hmm. So if you're out drunk, drinking, whatever, it used to be the Wailana, um Coffee Uh, place that you go that's closed down that was around the longest now you get a place like mac 24 it's a classic old looking diner and you can get simon bowls that are so big that it would take four of you to eat it you can get that anytime even for breakfast (laughs) uh the loco moco is friggin enormous the pancakes are the size of pizzas so you won't be able to com- you won't be able to win the challenge.
3: Wait, so let's go back to the yeah. challenge. Yeah, the
0: challenge is okay, unwinnable. So
3: it's thirty five dollars for five pounds of pancakes. <laughs> you get three fourteen inch buttermilk pancakes with your choice of signature topping. That's insane. If you finish by yourself in under ninety minutes, it's free.
0: I haven't been able to finish that <laughs> with a group of people, and the best ones are the Elvis, the Elvis uh, banana uh, peanut butter, and, banana
3: Foster. Yeah.
0: Pancakes, those yeah. are so damn good. But it's this. So, did you want to go over the different ones because yeah. there's so many.
3: You can get. Well, I don't think I have them all list, listed, but I just have some of them. Yeah. You can get strawberries and cream, chantilly whipped cream, banana foster, um, which is bananas, chocolate sauce, chocolate chips, God. Blu- God. blueberries and cream, and yeah. chantilly whipped cream on top of that. that yeah. Okay.
0: So. Th- You can get all those, do all that stuff. Uh, A lot of the meals are very, very big. So really, honest to God, if you have a group of four people, just get one order of the pancakes. (laughs) You're going to have to pay for it. But still, you're only spending $35 for four people. That's a hell of a good deal.
3: No, it's kind of cool. You have to experience it once. Yeah.
0: So that's a great place, and it's open 24 hours. Yeah,
3: you don't have to go for breakfast. I like the breakfast late night. Like you said, we went, I think, after Blue Note Hawaii, maybe, or something like that. Maybe. Something. Yeah. So, anyway, number three is Cinnamons at Oof, the Ilikai. Excellent.
0: Excellent. I used to go there all the time. I
3: used to go to the Kailua one, but I haven't been to this one. Well,
0: living next to the Ilai, pretty much, I would go to Cinnamons a lot for breakfast. I would just sit at the table by myself. Mm. Yeah, I loved it. I loved oh, yeah. it. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. Anything stick out that you want to mention?
0: Uh, I think the best things are their cinnamon buns and another thing that they really do good is their guava pancakes and yes. uh, their macadamia and nut sauce that yes. goes on top of the pancakes and really the, the different variety of the different pancakes they have are amazing I mean you know you always get a side of their pancakes let's say you get a side of guava pancakes you just get a regular you know you can get like a loco moco and then get a side of those pancakes it's so good yep yeah
3: Okay, so next up we have the Sunrise Shack, and this originated on the North Shore, but there's now one open at the Outrigger Waikiki Beach Resort. Did
0: we have ai don't recall ever going to this place. I've
3: never been to the one in Waikiki, but I've i walked through and seen it.
0: Oh, you're talking about the Sunrise Shack that's on the North Shore there, like that shack?
3: Yeah, that's what I just said.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to lose my mind. I haven't eaten since yesterday.
3: So, yes, but now <laughs> they have... So they opened up multiple locations. There's two on North I Shore. I didn't know about there's one in Waikiki now. Shit. It's Outrigger Waikiki Beach Resort. It's right there. Guess we gotta check it so out. So, this one's inside, which is very different because the other ones are outside on the North Shore. All right. Um, this was, it was started by some local surfers. And um, they wanted to turn their passion for, for surfing and healthy living into a coffee shop, and they did. And they—it's all organic, and they have bulletproof coffee. Whatever, the, I mean, <laughs> that right? is it's like s- mud.
0: <laughs> no bulletproof coffee. I believe that's a, there's a company that puts that out. That is super, it's super thick. expensive. It
3: has like—it's um, ten
0: dollars uh, a cup.
3: It has like coconut oil in it or something. Yeah, it's like it's really—it's like energizing for surfers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, Great e Bowls. It's a good spot.
0: All right, Aloha Kitchen. I've been there. Very good.
3: Oh, I've never been there.
0: I love breakfast when they uh, fry the ahi with mm-hmm. eggs.
3: Okay. Yummy. <laughs> they make mimosas.
0: Yeah, they do everything from acai bowls, pancakes, whatever you want to do. So that's a really good place overall for breakfast.
3: Sounds good. Yeah. Um, a shave ice. Oh, we're going
0: to shave ice now.
3: I'm moving on. So there's a shave ice recommendation that I had to add because it's Wyola. Wyola Shave Ice is the best shave ice you can get in town.
0: Okay, and it's really... Well, it's the best you can get in town.
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, but there's a lot go. of options, but you got to go here. Yeah, so that's over the that's
0: over the Isle of Wai, though. That's outside of Waikiki.
3: Well, it's close enough. I mean, <laughs> we said Kahala Resort, so I'm adding it.
0: Well, there's some places in in Waikiki where you can get shave ice. It's just not no, going yeah, to be as go go good to as that. No, I'm talking
3: about Wyola Yeah, it's not going to be as just good as that. Yeah, it's not going to be as good as Wyola. Just get there, guys. Just take a cab. take a cab. Take an Uber. Whatever. It's a it's a
0: five minute Uber ride outside of Waikiki.
3: And the same with Leonard's. I know it's not like right there, but I had to add Leonard's Bakery because if you haven't had their malasadas, you just have to go try them.
0: Yeah, so the original brick and mortar. Yes. You might have to wait in line for a while, but
3: Absolutely. Go to
0: f- go to Zippy's.
3: So don't
0: not go to Zippy's. I didn't
3: add it, but Zippy's if you want, is
0: Hawaii's McDonald's. You no, know what I mean? It is
3: not. It's
0: a higher end McDonald's.
3: It is not even close when it comes to, to Hawaii. I can't even sense yes, yes, that. And I, and I
0: am going to stick by no, it. I've been you here are twenty-five years. One
3: hundred percent wrong. No, Zippy's I am right. Is um, equivalent to either. I it's, need to think of it's it. It's cheap. No, no, no! Stop. Local.
0: Local. Food. Stop, stop, stop 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 i'm going to think of it. yes it's like an l nope stop all right what is it then
3: it is equivalent to like a friendlies or a perkins it's much higher than mcdonald's does
0: friendlies even exist anymore
3: yeah
0: oh i didn't know that i thought they were done most of them are oh uh, if you could only get friendlies ice cream still i know but um yeah whatever zippies i mean you have a different feel on zippies but i just think it's like probably the lowest of low restaurants next to like uh, I don't know what's below that actually. yeah you can it's not what's I, below uh, Zippies for Hawaiian food fast food yeah I don't think it's well,
3: equivalent I think fast food is way below Zippies. so
0: Zippy's is the first level up from it's like diner food. franchise food
3: yeah it's like diner food
0: so you yeah. can get like or like low on the diner <laughs> I don't,
3: don't think don't you think so, no. you don't think
0: so Mm-mm. those bentos man they make those bento plates they're like like five dollar bento plates from zippies that is cheap food i don't eat that stuff but yeah and but they get napoleon's uh bakery in every zippies so napoleon's is really good baking goods really good um what you call it cinnamon buns and donuts and pies and boston cream pies and things like that so
3: okay let's move on so next up we have best things to do in waikiki of course, we recommend running a car and exploring the island instead of staying in Waikiki the whole time. But if you do want to spend some time in Waikiki, here's a list of things that I think I would recommend anyway. Let's see if you agree. All right. Number one, of course, hit the beach. I mean, you're already there. Not that it's our favorite beach by any means, but...
0: Was it even on our top? beach list? No, I don't think so. Really, right? Yeah. No, no but
3: it's okay. I mean, if you're staying there, of course you're going to make use of it, but I really like the lagoon with the fireworks. What's that, the Duke?
0: The Duke of Hanamogo yeah, Lagoon right in I front like of the one. Hilton Hawaiian Village. Yeah, so that one's nice. Um, but, you know, just so everybody knows, which we don't really talk about this, but Waikiki Beach is essentially not really a beach.
3: It's concrete.
0: Well, no, I mean, it's lava flow. And they bring this, they dredge the sand and put it over the lava and then they have to replenish it every four to five years.
3: I read that it was concrete under the sand too. So Who I knows,
0: think... it could be concrete under there. Yeah. You know, but all I know is as soon as you get off the beach and go into the water, you can feel all the sharp rock underneath your feet. And everyone's like, oh, I don't get it. And, and the sand is very coarse. So you know that it's not like another beach around the island.
3: Yeah, it's not our best beach, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, it's just a lot of people on the
3: beach. So bring your water shoes.
0: (laughs) Your reef (laughs) shoes, Yeah, yeah, there you go.
3: Number two, take a surf lesson. It is a great spot to learn to surf because I agree. the waves are super long and they're not big, and it's perfect.
0: Yeah, so it's like two to three foot waves, and it's perfect, exactly like you it's said. It's So
3: long. Yes, yeah. and that's
0: where Duke would always surf, and the Beach Boys, and it is the perfect spot. There, are, there's like a little place on the north shore, and then Baby Makapuu for surfing, but this is the best spot I think. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
3: And then when you're tired of the beach, you can tour the best resorts. Just take a walk and walk through them, explore them all. Maybe have a cocktail at each of them because they all have restaurants and bars in them.
0: Yeah, and see if you can get away with going into other resorts' as pools. <laughs> I
3: love to. I used to love to <laughs> you do, do that. can't do it anymore, though. <laughs> Before COVID, my friends and I, we would see how many hot tubs we could sneak into at night.
0: <laughs> so catch this. So I just took a group out uh, yesterday from the Disney Resort they have to get a new bracelet, are you ready? Mm -hmm. For every day.
3: Oh, they got strict.
0: They've gotten so strict, so each, so it's literally like the color of the rainbows on their arms. And I'm sitting here going, what is going on? They. Want to know if you're staying there that day or the next day or the next day. They don't give you one right. with a like a thing on it or Because anything. you can
3: pass it to somebody else when yeah. you're done. That's what people do. I know. They catching never, on. But
0: I've, n- <laughs> I've never seen that, that you have one for every no, day. No, That's new for sure. That would be aggravating to be like have like eight bracelets on your arm.
3: What if you wear the wrong one? <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, you remember when I uh, could not get the dole whip outside of that hotel because I wasn't yes. staying there? So that I always
0: stuff. I always tell that story to everybody i pick up at disney (laughs) it's just like oh my god yeah so hey catch this Uh, these people yesterday they had dole whip at disney Mm -hmm. and they had dole whip at dole they said they could tell a difference and the one that dole was much better yeah I didn't know that.
3: So I've only had it at Dole, to be honest. I haven't had any of the other ones, I don't think. So
0: that's something I did not know, so I'm forwarding that to you guys.
3: Huh. All right. Yeah, go to Dole. (laughs) All right. So then you can also walk along Kalakala Ave and check out the International Marketplace, Royal Hawaiian Center, Maui Brewing Company, and wherever else you want to stop along the way.
0: Yeah, obviously this isn't the old International Marketplace. You know, it's got Tesla, and now they're going to be putting what a Target in because. Well, really? Well, Saks Fifth Mm -hmm. Avenue is going out because they're just not doing well there. I was
3: going to say, you have to be rich to shop there, but if they put a Target in... (laughs) Right,
0: well, so Target is going to go in there now, and the thing is that the name of the International Marketplace is, isn't it, Saks Fifth Avenue? So they're going to have to completely change the name of the... Are they going to call it the Target International Marketplace? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This is crazy, but just so you guys know, yes, it's going to change a little bit. Target's going in there. I
3: didn't know that. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what we heard. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. Oh, so at at night or around sunset, you can take a sunset cocktail cruise. These are usually unlimited Mai Tais, and they shove you all in a boat so it's a little crowded. But the sunset's beautiful over Diamond Head. It's really nice.
0: (laughs) So the sunset cocktail cruise is just something that usually most people do if they're staying in Waikiki.
3: Yeah, totally. Although I will say we did it once for my friend's birthday, um, just to do it, you know?
0: Yeah, and just De- <laughs> Derek's uh, bachelor party did that too. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so okay, so people, even locals, are doing it. Yeah, once yeah, in a while. Right on.
3: And then, of course, there's the Waikiki Zoo, which I have never been to,
0: <laughs> I used to work there. So that was interesting. I used to do the photography for the um, postcards and everything for the zoo. Cool. They used to hang me over the chimpanzee chimpanzee, uh, area (laughs) and that really scared the hell out of me because I know what chimpanzees can do to human beings. Oh,
3: you love them though. I
0: love them. But the thing is, it's been through a lot of different changes. So make sure you check ahead of time to see if it's completely opened and all the different areas are opened in the zoo.
3: Yeah, and also just FYI, it is like some of the cheapest parking in Waikiki, so I always park there. and then What is I'm, it, a dollar? So it's gone up, but it's still mm, under $2. dollars fifty. It's, it's under $1. $2, 50. I forget. Yeah. I just parked there the other night when yeah. I met friends for dinner, and it's still like I did it for like three hours, and it was it's a little still, over $3. <laughs>
0: it's still a hell of a lot cheaper than anywhere, like any other major city. Yeah, totally. So, yeah.
3: Um, And then we have the aquarium, which I also have not ever been to.
0: Yes, and you go to the aquarium, and then right to the left of the aquarium is the giant uh, saltwater swimming pool, where they Mm -hmm. used to, you know, practice for the Olympics and things like that in the old days. They are making a decision now to rebuild it or not. They're still going through the uh, process. Codwell wanted to rebuild it. Yeah. We just don't know where we're at. I mean, it, it... they were making the decision right before COVID, unfortunately. So I don't know if they have the funding to do it.
3: Oh, I'm sure they don't. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: know. But that, go check it out. It's a piece of history.
3: Yeah. I mean, I really wish they would rebuild that or fix it up a little because it is an important part of history. And if yeah. they destroy that, that would be
0: really that sad. Would be re- just like Haiku like exactly. That would be sad. <laughs> yeah. I we know. don't know what we're going on with that. I don't want to get into that yeah, story. Let's not. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Um, This is something that I've always wanted to do and have not done yet, but the Waikiki Atlantis Submarine Adventure. Yeah. I think it sounds cool. You should
0: do it, but do it in the wintertime, and you'll be able to hear the wheels.
3: Oh, I want to. Yes, it's totally
0: cool in the wintertime. Yeah. Yeah. And
3: then the last few are not exactly in Waikiki, mm-hmm. but they require you taking an Uber or Lyft. But take an Uber and do a nearby hike. You can do Diamond Head or Manoa Falls. They're the they're the most popular tourist hikes that are really close to Waikiki.
0: Yeah, it's only like a ten to fifteen minute. Uber drive.
3: Yeah, and you can't get lost on those hikes. You'll be fine.
0: Yeah, you'll be fine.
3: (laughs) And then number 10, this is one of my favorite things to do. And again, it's not in Waikiki, but grab some takeout, get an Uber, and enjoy a picnic up top Tantalus for sunset.
0: Oh, yeah. I'd love to do that. That would be great, but you're just going to have to call that Uber back when you're ready to go. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so that's, you know,
3: It's And even just the drive up there is fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's really kind of like the roads that you find on the road to Hana.
3: Yes, yeah, exactly. It's, what are they called?
0: a uh, Switchback, kind of like yeah, roads. Yeah, switchbacks. You can't, yeah.
3: I can barely drive the truck up there because the turning radius is too yeah. wide. Yeah, oh my God,
0: I remember. <laughs> the, uh, but up there at Tantalus, you know, it's um, there's been movies that have been filmed up there from uh, Blue Hawaii with Elvis, yeah. a lot of Hawaii Five-0 has been filmed up there. So it's a really beautiful spot. Yes. Yeah, right on.
3: All right, so that's it.
0: All right, so as we go to uh, break, we have a song request. So patron Colin requested this song. And I don't think either of us have ever heard of it, so I hope everybody enjoys it.
3: All right. (laughs) Okay, so it's,
0: it's Middle of the Ocean, K Bong, and Stick Figure. All right, let's go have a listen. Sounds good. See what we think. All right. we are back we're going to get into now living in Waikiki
3: gosh we're only here <laughs> yeah i'm
0: not telling you to come here and live in Waikiki and we'll talk about that next week yes. i'm not telling anyone to move here anymore if you want to go ahead
1: <laughs> right yeah we'll get um, into that yeah
0: we'll get into that next week on the patron only show but uh living in Waikiki but before we do this is crazy it's patron tom jerome jeffrey Steve D and Angela's birthday.
3: And I feel like there were a couple There may more. be more. Yeah, I'm sorry if we missed you, but um yeah, I'm not I'm not Facebook friends with all the patrons. So yeah. I don't see everybody's. But let's
0: birthday. wish everybody a happy birthday. Let's do it. And if we miss somebody, happy birthday. Yes. <laughs> all right. Happy
6: birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.
0: To you. All right, so let's do an overview of um, living in Waikiki. I guess you could, uh, I'm going to like kind of go into a little bit of vacationing too in a way, like on my side of it. Okay. Um, you know, everyone imagines what it's like to vacation and live in Waikiki, yeah, but the truth is I've actually lived in Waikiki, so there's a fantasy and there's a reality. That's and,
3: interesting. So y- yeah. I, I have to laugh because I've never lived or vacationed in Waikiki. Okay. I really shouldn't be doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you did kind of like you kind of went through the process of vacationing. So I guess that's just like looking up things and trying to figure out what the best. Well, we did it kind of together.
3: Yeah, We no, kind of totally, worked on totally. it together.
0: So it's not like, you know, you just went blindly No, I this. mean,
3: I've been in Waikiki plenty. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah. I've never actually, like, stayed there for vacation. I've never lived there.
0: Well, it's a fantasy for a lot of people. They think of Waikiki, you I know? I know. And, you know, that when you say that Waikiki, you're thinking of, like, the <laughs> 1930s and 40s and 50s. That's I not know. today. I know.
3: I know. It's so different now. Yeah,
0: I mean, what people imagine Waikiki to be is truly a fantasy. It's not the reality of what is really going on. Yeah. And, a, and a perfect example of that is, like, it's a fantasy for everyone to drive in an old VW bus. But the reality is, is when you get one and you get in it, it's like living in hell.
1: You hate driving <laughs> that thing.
0: It's like, you know, no power steering, four speed, and you have to, like, it's it's so difficult to drive. And it's... It's not what you think. So people have fantasies about things and then the reality check.
1: Absolutely. You know,
0: Um, now we've all heard or seen the busy hotels and beaches of Waikiki. Uh, The area of Waikiki is the hotel district of Honolulu. The front strip of Waikiki are mostly all resorts for vacationers and the back strip are mostly apartments for residents that live in Waikiki or work in Waikiki. They're the ones that are servicing the vacationers. Got it. Although you can find resorts on the back strip the same way you can find apartments on the front strip of the beach, but overall Waikiki is split into two sections, vacations toward the beach, residents toward the mountains.
3: Well, that's so interesting how that worked out, but it makes sense. Yeah,
0: it does. And a lot of people, we're going to get into it, but you know, a lot of the workers, they just either bike or just walk to work right down there. Okay. You know? Now, when I lived in Waikiki, I found an apartment right on the beach at the Ilikai Marina, which is at the Alawai um, Boat Harbor, which is right next to the Waikiki uh, Boat Harbor. Uh, Now, the Ilikai Marina uh, is the sister resort to the famous Ilikai Resort. It's been there for a long time. That's where they filmed the original shots for the original Hawaii Five-O show. They're both very close to the Hilton Hawaiian Village.
3: Yeah, you get to watch the Friday Night Fireworks. It's and that's I, fun. And I
0: did, and I got to watch it every Friday, and I got to look out to Dukahanamoku Lagoon, and I would swim there on a daily basis. That's
3: pretty cool. So in that that's sense, nice.
0: right? Yeah, that's it's, nice. Yeah, and there's a food truck right there, and and the chart house is right below You were me. at the chart
3: house and the dive pizza joint. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so it was, it was on the daily that I was kind of drinking a little bit (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but let me kind of discuss that daily life for you guys when I was living down there and this is just really how it really happened for me this is my I'm gonna we're gonna talk about this later on but I'm just gonna talk about my personal part of it and I actually put it in you know like the pluses and negatives of living in Waikiki it's pretty much set up like a resort the Ilikai marina you go down you have a meal box Uh, As you walk in, you have a security guard. You get in there, you go upstairs. In the halls and everything, it it looks like a resort. You're living in a resort. Nice. Uh, Each place there on the marina is a one-bedroom studio. You get to close off the bedroom. So you do have like a bedroom, but you can open it up to where the bedroom is part of the larger living space.
3: That's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, you have a uh, lanai that is obviously overlooking Waikiki Beach. Dukahamoku Lagoon. You get to right from I Watch the fireworks. You don't have to go anywhere. Everybody comes over your place. That's awesome. And that's kind of what we uh, what we did. And we had a huge bath. I had a huge bathroom. And at the time, at the time, shit, it was a long time ago. It was sixteen hundred dollars. Wow. Yes. To Not live, anymore. To live on the water <laughs> there. That's amazing. You, it was amazing. But it really had that feeling of being in a resort. Your trash, you would take it to the end of your hall take it out of your place, and dump it down the thing that goes down the shaft. Wow. So you wouldn't have to worry about your trash. The washer and dryer, there was one washer and dryer on every floor. You'd have to go down and use it. Back then it was free. Now those things usually cost money. Oh, yeah. So that's the way living in Waikiki was. Now what did I have uh, issues with is, yes, I ended up spending more money than I wanted to at the Chart House, which was right below me. I'm sure. I ate out a lot more than I should have. I spent a lot more money. I would get pizza down at the other place and breakfast a lot more. I don't know how much money I spent, but I spent. so later on we'll talk about it, but the thing is, you can end up spending way more money than you want to because of the convenience.
3: Of course.
0: So I would probably be drunk three days a week <laughs> at least because the, the, back then, the uh, lychee Martinis were five dollars. Oh
3: my gosh, at happy so good. hour <laughs> and happy hour
0: Oh, so oh, we'll talk you want to talk about La Mariana later on? Oh. Yeah, we can talk about what's going on there. Let's finish this yeah, up and then. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get through that. Maybe if you can bring it up before we forget at the end of the show. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to remember. The show's going to be long enough. Okay. Um, but, but so I would drink. You know, we'd drink a lot. Uh, me and my friends down there, my brother, yada, yada. And we ended up spending more money than we wanted to. Now, live music was right below me. Now, there's a lot of places in Waikiki where there's going to be live music. So if you need to go to bed for work the next morning, you have to deal with that echoing yeah. The noise.
3: I would struggle with that.
0: You're right. You'd have to deal with that. And then you have to deal with the rowdy people drunk leaving leaving the restaurants or the bars.
3: And you could hear that?
0: And you can hear it. Ugh.
3: Yeah, no.
0: So I always love to keep my lanai door open. You don't have to worry about roaches or that high up or anything. And I kept it open all night because that breeze is coming in. I didn't want to use my AC. Yeah. Because the AC can get very expensive in Waikiki. And I'll discuss, we'll discuss that later. Um, but the noise got to a point. You know, when you get past the fantasy of it and everything is like, oh, I love this. And then you're like, oh, what's this fucking noise? Why is this happening? Why is this band playing? But then you go to bed and all of a sudden you hear like car accidents Oh no! in the morning. And what it is, it's the dump truck coming to pick up the trash of your resort, essentially, (laughs) and dumping it into the truck. And it wakes you up in the morning. Yeah. and you, they have the backlights going beep 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 you know it's every other morning and then you have the buses coming in to pick up tourists at the next resort over and the same thing you hear the buses you hear all this noise so you've been drinking You can't sleep because of all the noise from the bars and the the musicians, and then you get woken up early at 6 o'clock in the morning. And
3: then you got to go to work.
0: And then you have to go to work.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't do it. Okay. I'm not a city girl, though. I mean, I like my sanctuary.
0: (laughs) Okay. So I'm just letting, and, and, and mind you guys, I'm not talking about the ambulances and police that you hear every night in Waikiki. Yeah. So I'm just letting you guys know, the fantasy, let me tell you, I had a great time there. But if you don't want to hear a lot of noise, you don't want to hear a lot of ruckus, you don't want to deal with a lot of shenanigans, Waikiki is going to be tough for you. And then
3: what about if you want to have a car?
0: We're going to get into this. Oh, okay. We're going to get into this. Uh, Now, when it comes to Waikiki past and present, uh, I'll be honest, there is no better place on the island for shopping,
1: Mm. uh,
0: for restaurants, and for nightlife.
1: That's true. So
0: that's a positive. Um, If that's what you love... That's what you'll get. Uh, The best of everything, however, today, who can afford it? (laughs) I I could never afford what I did back then today. Oh, no way. There's no way. The prices are substantially higher uh, to the point that Waikiki is no longer considered a local destination. You can't go there if you. Where do you go if you're a local now?
3: No, it's true. Wait, let me just tell you really yeah. quickly. I'm going to interrupt and say, I met some school psychologist friends for a couple of drinks um, at Deck, which yeah. is right across from the zoo parking lot um, in Queen Capiolani, mm-hmm. and it's on the rooftop, and I ordered um, fries, a side of fries, <laughs> truffle fries, for my dinner because I couldn't Was afford... Was the ketchup extra? <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> and I ordered one Mai Tai, and that's yeah. how much it cost me.
0: Uh, a Mai Tai and french fries, I would say 20 bucks.
3: No, it was like 20 bucks each, like 40 total. What the but hell? But luckily, because my friend's boyfriend works <sighs> there, we got a very good discount and That's I paid like insane. half of that. insane. So I only ended up paying like 20, but yeah, it was insane. <laughs> now that
0: you brought that up, I gotta tell you something scary. Okay, go ahead. Every time you get a plate lunch in Hawaii, this is the first time this has happened to me uh, yesterday, you can have either brown rice. Or you can have white rice. Yeah. Never was a problem. Well, yesterday it was.
3: What do you, wait, you can't choose anymore?
0: No. <gasps> what you is have it? to pay extra for the brown rice. No! What the fuck is happening here?
3: Oh, that's crazy.
0: Everybody gets hop right? Everybody gets a little bit of whatever rice. You know, split yeah. it up. Get a little bit of white, a little bit of brown. And the thing is, is now if you order brown rice, it's going to cost you... An extra cost.
3: That's crazy. I,
0: this has never happened <laughs> in my life in Hawaii no. in my twenty five years.
3: No, I've never heard of that.
0: So now I'm gonna start paying attention to the bills that I get. Mm. Because these people actually came out and told me. And I'm gonna see next time I order brown rice because if you want a healthier rice, you're gonna get brown rice. Right. If it's if they're charging me like extra far, it doesn't come with it. I just can't believe this is happening that's wild. i've never heard of such a thing
3: i guess white rice is cheaper
0: i mean it it must be a little cheaper but is it that bad that it's gotten where they have to charge you now for the brown rice yeah
3: i don't know it's crazy (laughs)
0: oh now although places like duke's waikiki lulu's and the chart house will be visited by um locals still to this day uh often you'll be hard pressed to see a large population of locals in the area of waikiki However, if you have the financial security to live and survive in Waikiki and you want all the benefits of a large city on the beach that feels smaller than like a Miami or something, then this is probably the place for you. uh, Waikiki Honolulu really feels more like a kind of like a small city, kind of like a Boston, like like we call we call Boston like a town. Mm-hmm. you know and that's kind of more like what waikiki in honolulu is
3: yeah it's small it's
0: not crazy big or anything yeah yeah you can get from one end to the other end by just walking
3: no it's totally a town yeah yeah,
0: yeah. okay so let's go over the pros and cons of waikiki the pros everything is within walking distance in waikiki beaches uh, amazing beach bars parks activities like volleyball surfing fishing or boating amazing restaurants for anyone's taste merchandising stores, convenience stores like the ABC stores, food marts, banks, pharmacies, health centers, malls, plate lunch stops, food trucks, and churches. True. Everything is right there.
3: It is pretty nice. You know, you don't have
0: to you don't have to drive. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing local small holes in the wall like uh, from shave ice to poke shacks um, and once you find your cheapest spots after exploring Waikiki for a few months, you'll build a monthly affordable routine to get everything you need and that's kind of what I did I kind of went up and down figured out where all the best spots were and I kind of figured like okay how much money do I have to spend and where can I go Mm -hmm. and after a couple of months after you explore and figure out all the places you're going to find out where can I get the cheapest poke is it decent quality compared to this place that's ten to twenty dollars more what's the quality of the ahi, you know what I mean? And just things like that, you 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 figure figure it it out. out. Yeah, you figure it out and eventually you get down, okay, this is the best shave ice for the price. I can get this here, I can get that here. And then you'll figure out how much money you can spend every day on these kind of activities Mm -hmm. while you're living in Waikiki. Can you still do this? Honestly, I believe you can. But sometimes you might have to go to those really, really kind of little holes in the wall that you may be a little afraid to go into.
3: (laughs) Some of them are awesome.
0: Some of them them are really awesome. Don't take a chance. Go in there. Try it. And uh, you should be able to manage a budget that you can afford to live in uh, Waikiki. But, you know, it's it's getting harder. It is getting harder. You have to work, like, mentally to figure out how you're going to survive in Waikiki. Because if you just go ahead and go with it, you're Mm -hmm. not going to survive.
3: Yeah, it's true. You have to make sacrifices and financially figure it out.
0: Working and living in Waikiki means you don't need a car and will be living a considerably healthy lifestyle. It also means you don't have to deal with the utter bullshit of driving into town and dealing with standstill traffic like so many do who live outside Honolulu and Waikiki, but work there.
3: So I have a question, just because I've never lived in a city before. Yeah. If you don't have a car, how do you do things like grocery shopping? Can you only buy one or two bags of groceries at a time because you have to walk them home?
0: Well, see, the thing is, is if you do have a bunch of groceries and it's you just don't want to deal. I did. I actually had like two in each hand, and but back then
3: you had plastic bags. I had plastic. <laughs> yeah, now, bags. now you don't.
0: Now you have a better. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to bring your own bags, which right. is fine. Because paper is probably going to break by the time you get home. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Right, right. So you're going to have to bring your own bags. And, and Hawaii, and especially Waikiki, which pushing toward that. We want you to bring your own recyclable bags.
3: Absolutely. I mean, yeah. you should be doing that anyway. And yeah. then I guess times have really changed since you lived there. I mean, yeah. now we have Uber and Lyft that can take you home if you have yeah. a lot of groceries. Yeah. Or you can even just do, like, DoorDash and get it delivered right to you. You can, but here, we, here, yeah,
0: here we go <laughs> again. How can I save money? Yeah. That's not saving money. I, I mean, obviously, if you get just two bags, okay, first of all, if you're living in Waikiki, your fridge isn't huge. Mm. Probably, right? And you don't That's have a true. lot of covered space. So more than likely, you may be going to the grocery store a little more than you want to. Okay. So you may, instead of going grocery shopping once a week, you may go twice a week or maybe even three times a week just to get pick up some stuff. So if you hold two bags in each hand, you should be able to get to wherever you need to go.
3: That would be so hard for me. I hate grocery shopping, yeah. so I shop in bulk, <laughs> and I go once every couple of weeks. Well, worst, yeah. worst,
0: worst case scenario, take the bus. That's take true. the bus to go from one side of Waikiki to the other side of yeah, Waikiki. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Waikiki is the only place with a nightlife, so if you love bars, breweries, nightclubs, and entertainment venues, this is the place for you. I don't know if they're open still now, but they're usually open to 4 a.m., and some places are open 24 hours in Waikiki, whereas everywhere else around the island, things are closing at 6 o'clock.
3: Yeah, it's really yeah. changed since COVID. I don't know.
0: I think it's I think places are only open to 2 a.m. now. I don't think there's many places that are open to 4 a.m. it used to be 4 a.m. Yeah. So, but some places are open 24 hours. Unfortunately, the Wailua, which, what was it? The coffee, the coffee shop?
1: Uh, that place was open
0: 24 hours, but it's closed. Yeah. Uh, Mac 24-7, and some of the, res- if you go into some of the resorts, some of those restaurants are open 24 yeah,
3: hours. Yeah, Mac 24-7, I think they still are, Yeah,
0: right? that, that's in the back strip of Kuhio, and you can have breakfast, dinner, you can have anything, anytime yeah, we'll you talk want. Yeah, about that, yeah. Yeah, so that's a good spot, too, and we talked about that earlier, so. Okay, so job opportunities. There's no better hub for jobs on the island than within the city limits of Honolulu and Waikiki so more than likely no matter where you're living you're probably gonna be working in Waikiki and Honolulu so living in the city or Waikiki maybe your best bet it's convenient convenient so don't at the have same to deal with parking yeah you don't have to deal with parking you don't have to deal with a car you don't have to deal with the uh, insurance for the car the um, regi- oh God, the registration costs Ugh. Jesus right in the gas right now oh my god so you don't have to deal with any of that although the convenience is you may have to pay more for other things see so kind of balances out it I does, guess yeah yeah the ability to meet and work with people from all over the world which also means you'll be introduced to a melting pot of different cultures who all have the same intentions to come to Waikiki like you it's true it's good to hang out with like-minded people and you're gonna hang out with a lot of people okay there's not a lot of local people or Hawaiians living in Waikiki. Yeah, that's true. You're going to be hanging out with people who had more than likely the same dream and idea as you. And you're going to get along. Mm-hmm. Unless they ran away because they murdered somebody. <laughs> but other than that, you should be okay. You should be okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm joking. We, but I we know. talked about the reasons why people yeah, come yeah. to here. That was just a joke. Honolulu Waikiki is also one of the top two spots for being the greenest city in the United States. And having some of the largest and greenest parks. It is also the most environmentally friendly city in the U.S. Honolulu Waikiki also has laws in place prohibiting the cutting of trees and removing of green areas within the city limits. The amazing banyan and monkey pod trees cannot be missed within Waikiki or in the parks. Yes. You'll just have banyan trees and, and monkey pods just growing. They <laughs> they need to trim them so they don't go into the resorts, but you can't cut them.
3: And once in a while, they grow right through the resorts. <laughs> which one <laughs> is that? Which uh, there's a lot. There's a I don't know. What there's
0: well, first of all, you have one in the middle of the international marketplace, and you yes. have and you have one at the Moana Surf Rider, which That's is at the bar. That's
3: what of the bar is. That called. Uh,
0: I I think it's the Banyan Bar. The oh. ban- yeah, the Banyan Bar or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. And then you have a restaurant. With the pink tables that we talked about, I we couldn't come up with the yes. name of it. That has it that you 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 um you you sit under the banyan tree. It's so
3: cool. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's so I love cool. All of that. Yeah.
0: So those are the pluses. Now we're gonna do the cons. Oh boy. Yeah. You'll come to the realization after several months in Waikiki that it's loud. Yeah. Lisa. And we ta- and I talked about this: the police, the ambulances, the fire sirens, 24/7, as well as garbage trucks lifting and dropping hotel garbage and condo garbage containers in the early morning hours, and tour buses. When you're trying to sleep, you'll also be dealing with loud music from bars and clubs to all hours of the night, then screaming customers, fights, drunk hooligans, and homeless people up to four in the morning. Yep. Now, if you're out at night and you know, oh, you know, I need a Snickers bar. You're going to be dealing, by time you take that Snickers bar back to your place you live, mm-hmm. you've probably already given it to a homeless guy. <laughs> Because you're going to come across a few of them. You've
3: got to hide that Snickers bar. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I would probably buy whatever you buy one of, buy two of it, so you can give it to that person that won't leave you alone.
3: Oh, my gosh. Well, that's not saving money. <laughs> I
0: know. Uh... I'm just saying. Just be careful of that. Yeah. The cost of everything is more expensive because the assumption, obviously in Waikiki, everything is more expensive, but it's with the assumption that, it's vacationers that are buying all that stuff. I
3: know. So that's true. If so they you, up the price. If you need to grab something and there's like literally a million ABC stores in Waikiki, it's so convenient just to run in there because they have everything you can need. Yeah. You're going to pay an arm and a leg for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they think it's vacationers that are coming yeah. in and grabbing it, not locals, which pushes the local dollars out. And those living in Waikiki can't afford those types of high prices. So you're going to end up just just everywhere you go for the convenience is going to be higher than is if you just step right outside of Waikiki.
3: We were somewhere... I can't remember where we were but it wasn't too long ago and we were driving through Waikiki oh I think we had just dropped off Joey and Tanya picture Joey and Tanya and I was like oh my gosh I really like I'm out of deodorant or something can I just stop somewhere in the way yeah we did and I paid so much for it
0: isn't that insane (laughs) it was
3: ridiculous was Was it a full size one
0: or was it a mini one for like vacationing like uh, travel packages yeah
3: I think it was travel size everything but it was more expensive than a full sized one
0: (laughs) right so a lot of the stuff also you find in Waikiki is travel size package because they're assuming travelers and and vacationers are coming to buy that stuff and it's you know maybe they're taking it to go home with them on the plane or whatever it may be or
3: but you're paying like eight dollars for it
0: it's insane (laughs) it's insane parking is a financial horror show if you have a car and live in Waikiki parking on a daily or monthly basis will be a significant financial burden on your monthly bills 50% if you rent in Waikiki 50% of rentals don't include parking If your rental does include parking, snag that rental as soon as possible Uh, if it's a place you can see yourself living in. If you are paying for a parking stall, it can range from $5 an hour to $40 a day to over $200 a month. So you're talking about a large financial cost to have a vehicle in Waikiki.
3: Yeah, it's, that's pretty typical, the prices. I mean, yeah. it's very expensive.
0: Now, a lot of people, what they do, they live in Waikiki, and they... This is crazy. They don't want to pay for parking. So they park in the back Wai strip, but you can only park there till I believe it's 8 in the morning. And if you sleep in late, be ready for a ticket or have I, your car towed.
3: I could not live with that stress. No, so every <laughs>
0: morning you have to get up and move your vehicle somewhere, or you got to go to work by then. Yeah. So some people leave their car back there, they oversleep, their car has gone. Because oh all the cops know to be on the back of Alawi, ticketing you or towing your car. Now, if you work at 9, you've got to get in your car by 8, and you go somewhere for an hour. So you have to go to work. Who wants to live like that?
3: No, that's horrible. No. Hey, remember when I got a fake parking ticket over there? Oh,
0: yeah. That was a horror <laughs> show. We took care of that, didn't we? Yeah. We took care of Just that. We bullshitted thing. them.
3: When I first moved here, I parked Scam. legally in a spot at Alawai. Yeah. Um small boat harbor mm. and when i came back to my truck i had a fake parking yeah. ticket but i didn't know it was fake and i was like what the heck i wasn't like i didn't over i didn't go over my time no. i didn't know what happened I there was no
0: time there you have a certain amount of hours there i believe it's six to eight hours yeah. you can stay there.
3: and i was only yeah. gone like three hours yeah and then you were the one who told me oh this is not a real this ticket is bullshit.
0: <laughs> this is bullshit so be luck be on the lookout for that too this oh there's another thing going <laughs> <a scam>. on <laughs> i gotta tell you this scam Oh what? Uh, okay you know the way you can put a boot on your wheel they put a chain, oh, yeah. okay. If you park somewhere that someone deems illegal on the North Shore, they can put a suction blinder on your windshield. It's it, it's a suction cup, It suctions and locks. And you can't drive until you pay this guy $400. <gasps> Wait,
3: is that a scam?
0: It's a scam going no. on. on Yes, on Waikiki, on uh, I mean, I mean, uh, in the North Shore. It just happened the other day to somebody on Stolen Hawaii. So what do you do? Um, you, you punch the guy in the face, and then you take the key and unlock it. No, but really, what you I mean, that's what I would do. But oh so the suction cup? It's a suction cup. If you can get a credit card and some water, put the credit card under the suction, oh no. put and the water, the right. and then pop it off. and It'll come off, oh, and then so take it crazy. with you. Because that's an expensive tool, take it and don't give it back to that guy. Of course There's not. a guy in a Jaguar going around doing this to people on the North Shore in no a white Jaguar. Oh my God. And they got this face, they got everything reported mm-hmm. on him. I don't know what the hell is going on, but these are the kind of scam, little teeny scams that are going on here it's right horrible. now. It's horrible. It's disgusting. Tourists and tourists and more tourists.
3: Oh, is that the <laughs> may, next one?
0: Yeah, may you be vacationing or living in Waikiki. If you don't want to deal with a bunch of tourists, And you want a slower pace and quieter Hawaii atmosphere. Uh, Waikiki is the last place you want to be. It's true. true. The size of your studio, apartment, or condo, and your lack of storage space when compared to the cost.
3: So, yeah, houses and (laughs) apartments in Hawaii in general are very small. But if you're living in Waikiki, they're like (laughs) peanut-sized.
0: Yes. You don't get your money's worth, and your money doesn't go far in Waikiki. Sometimes more likely than not, you have to pay for storage of let's say your bike or your surfboard and you are unlikely to have a washer and dryer in your apartment if you have a studio or a one bedroom you may or may not have a community washer dryer room on property and you may have either to pay to use one or you may have to wait to use one and the problem with all that is is i know people who experience that there's like only one okay I experienced it. There was only one washer and dryer on the floor. Yeah. I would literally literally go to another floor. You're not supposed to do that.
3: Of course you're going to do that.
0: (laughs) Right. But the thing is, is that's for that floor. Yeah, I get it. So you go use it because, god damn it, you have to sit there and wait because there's two people before you with their bins on top of the washer and dryer, which is like having a red cone saying, I'm next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you spend your entire Saturday or your entire night washing clothes. Yep. You can waste a lot of time in Waikiki if you don't have a washer and dryer. In some cases you may need to find the closest laundry mat. Bring your laundry there, pay for it, and waste time out of your day. Waiting for it to wash because people will steal your clothes. Oh
2: my gosh, that's horrible!
3: <laughs> so you
0: can't leave the laundry mat. You need to stay there and you need to watch it. A lot of people get out or oh, they want to go for a snack, get a coffee, get a drink. They come back, the shit's
3: gone. That's horrible. What is this? Who,
0: the people are stealing clothes now. It's insane.
3: The other thing about the small, uh, small apartments is that they don't have kitchens very often. No,
0: right. So if you have a, you know, if you get a studio, you got like a burner plate. On the top of the thing and you have no stove.
3: And maybe like one of those college size free Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) So it's I mean don't just blindly take a studio. Make (laughs) sure you're okay with that. Well, I mean, if you want to be a college kid again or a high schooler, I guess that's for you. (laughs) The higher utility costs of your apartment in Waikiki, because there are so many buildings in Waikiki, the high rises not only block the natural sunlight from coming into your apartment. It more significantly blocks the natural circulation of the trade winds through your apartment, making your summers unbearable without the AC turned on 24 7. That means if utilities are not included in your monthly rent, you are going to have a whole nother rental fee. I am okay. Because this can be $500. You can be fine a month.
3: I'm always shocked when I go into Waikiki how much hotter it is, and where oh, I live. Like it's, it's just crazy. Buildings. Yeah,
0: I was lucky because I ne- I didn't have any other resorts in front of me, so it was just the ocean, and, and mm. it was cu- and the breeze was coming in. It's I good. never used the AC, but you could have depending on the size of your place. If you need to have the AC running all all summer, you could have a bill from two hundred and fifty to five hundred dollars a month. Yes. Wow. So now if you add that up and then you add up the uh, parking, if you're going to pay for that $200 and 250 a month, you're looking at that's a whole other rental charge that you're paying for all that stuff. Yeah. How are you going to afford? So if you have, you're paying $2,000 for a one or two bedroom in Waikiki, but you have to add on another up to $700 onto that between. Dude, that's it's crazy. That's crazy, man. That is crazy uh waikiki is very expensive clearly houses expense okay housing expenses are 200 percent higher than the national average and the utility prices are 90 percent higher than the national average transportation expenses like bus fares and gas prices are 35 percent higher than the national average waikiki's grocery prices are 60% higher than the national average.
3: That's disgusting. Why do we deal with that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We need a revolution, right? Mm. We need a revolution here. Um, So we're letting you know, we're talking about the pluses and negatives, but as you can see, the negatives are outweighing the pluses. Um, It's going to be very expensive. It's not going to be like anywhere living on the mainland. You're going to pay a lot of money for a lot more things. When it comes to actual grocery stores in Waikiki, there truly are none just food marts there used to be a huge grocery store at the center of Waikiki but it closed several years ago and was bought out by a hotel and resort company making life you know pretty much unaffordable for groceries Um, and it's really made a problem for the residents living in Waikiki to actually get groceries at a real grocery store, because I believe it was Foodland.
1: I'm sure it's probably gone,
0: and you know now you have to, if you want to go to a real grocery store, it's going to be outside of Waikiki. So you're going to have to either bike there, and you know you're going to have to take the bus there, and it's getting, it's become really inconvenient to really go to a full uh, grocery store. Now several of the best food marts are. Waikiki Old Country Market, Food Pantry, Eaton Square, Mitsuwa Marketplace, Waikiki Beach Market, Island Grocery Service. And as I was saying, Foodland and Safeway are both located on the outer edges of Waikiki and will require biking or driving or busing or taxiing or Ubering. Hmm. Uh, just a little bit outside of Waikiki.
3: In Waikiki, you can rent those bikes. I never know how to pronounce it if it's beaky or bikey or e
0: bike or I don't know. It's, it's not an e bike.
3: B I K yeah. I. And it's just like the bike rentals. So it's just more
0: money, man. Well, it's just more money to get this Yeah, it's, it's really cheap, though. But the thing is, if you have a real bike, where well, you storing it and is it costing you to store a real bike? Yeah. I mean, and how likely is it that it could be stolen? Because a lot of bikes are stolen.
3: Yeah, a lot of people do rent the bikes to get to work and back. I mean, yeah. it's super cheap.
0: All right. Safety in Waikiki. Waikiki is one of the safest tourist destinations in the nation. However, property crime rates can be high from car break-ins to stolen property. Because these types of crimes are continuing to see a rise, there is a growing and extensive police force now in Waikiki. Along the Waikiki, it's pretty much around where the Waikiki police headquarters is, which is really right next to the um, Duke of Hanamoku statue. Uh, This keeps the overall crime rate low. The crime rate in Waikiki is three incidents per 1,000 people, which is below the average crime rate of four incidents per 1,000 people. Oh, now,
4: that's not much lower. No,
0: it has changed. The, the crime has gone up, although we're still below the average. Huh. We're almost there, my friends. Yeah. Now, that's not good.
3: That's really different than so, it used to be. Yes,
0: it was more like one. Yeah. You know, one per 1,000 it actually has doubled.
3: Yeah. And so. honestly, it, I feel like it started to get bad right before COVID.
0: It did. And then it really got bad. It got it really
3: COVID. bad. Hey, I want to interrupt and talk about something because this is really upsetting me and it's kind of relevant. But, mm. you know, I would say the past, you know, six months or whatever, maybe since January, People, one of the things that's been happening here is people have been like stealing gas. So people have been buying the gas caps that come with the key locks to put on, to replace. Mm -hmm. So people can't steal their gas. Mm -hmm. But now what's happening is, and this is happening all around the island, especially if you're parked for a hike. They're drilling into your car to steal your gas and then they're plugging it with a stick. And so a friend of mine. Well, that's awfully nice of them. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's a really horrible. So a friend of mine, horrible. this happened to a guy she knows, and um, he can't exactly tell you when it happened because it's not something he noticed. Um, unless you're looking closely, you might not even see it. But what happened was he noticed, I guess, a pool of gas because it was dripping out yeah. um, at home eventually. And he took a closer look and he saw that he had drill, or holes drilled into the his stick gas And a stick was sticking tank, out of it? Tiny little stick to plug it, yeah.
0: Wow. Why would they even even do that?
3: It's happening all across the island. But why would they
0: put the stick in it?
3: Oh, they don't have to do that. They don't always do that. Oh,
0: okay. I was going to say... some who, of, yeah, I guess they would...
3: thought they were being nice. Well, that's awfully nice
0: of them. <laughs> they left a little gas to him to get home?
3: Well, what the hell? Yeah, they did leave a little gas, <laughs> but it's happening all across the island. I've seen it on, like, the Oahu Hiking Community page, people posting that it happened when they were parked at Olamana. Um It's really happening a lot, and they're literally drilling into the gas tank, and it's horrible. And now I'm, like, so afraid of that happening.
0: So... This is see, see. Me and you are different people. If you caught somebody, if you just watch somebody doing this, the like car, what would you do? Scream? What would you do?
3: Well, I would call the cops on them while they're okay, doing it, so okay. they get arrested. Well, they would hopefully. get. They would leave pretty quick. No, I don't think so. No, because I, 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 if you drill into a gas tank, I feel like that'd be a slow process. But if
0: they, and, but if you see them doing it, they're gonna see you. No, and I probably would hide. Sp- oh, you would. Yeah, oh, you would hide
3: and call nine one one and
0: get oh, the cops there. I'd kill them. Oh, yeah, I know. And I'd but... put them in the riverbed. <laughs> okay.
3: No, I just want to get them arrested. Oh, the I just, streets. nah,
0: we just need to get rid of people like this. Oh,
3: my gosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but seriously, that is a that is a big issue because, you know, just just a, a gas tank is going to cost you $500 to $1,000. They're already stealing the Cadillac Converters.
3: And how about the hole they drilled into your car? Yeah, that's horrible. What? They drill holes into your car.
0: Yeah, they drill holes into your car. The Cadillac Converter, they just cut the piping out, and oh, it only takes two minutes to steal a Cadillac Converter.
3: My friend had oh her stolen God. twice already.
0: Well, see, the word is, is that this is a something that's happening on the mainland too. But yes. it's But but see, you guys are going to stay When we talk about Hawaii, this is like, you know, this stuff isn't supposed to, to worry happen about here. It. Yeah. Yeah, so when you're hearing about people stealing gas, this is how bad it's gotten. and if they put a lock on it, then they're going to steal it from the tank. You know that's a big fee, and then you have to wait for the tank because you know it's coming from the mainland. Yeah. And, and before you know it, your car's out of commission for like a month. Yeah. And it's really sad. It can really devastate you. And you know, I don't uh, Okay, so we went off on this tangent, but yeah, so that's a problem. <laughs> it that's is. a problem. Let's get back to Waikiki. Okay. So Waikiki at night, walking around Waikiki's front strip at night is relatively safe. However, once you hit the back strip of Kohio and the Aloy Strip, behind that, it starts to become more shady, where creepy people and homeless wander around, as well as prostitutes and drug dealers. I'm not trying to scare anybody. I think it's I'm, creepy. Uh, but I'm be- am I. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. After 10 p.m., be careful... On side streets throughout Cujillo and the LOI Strip, unless you are in a group of people, the Backstrip late at night are known for their muggings, robberies, drug dealing, and prostitution. And if you are looking for sex, don't assume that's a woman.
3: (laughs) That's true. No, that's true.
0: Um I'm just saying.
3: No, so that's true. There's also yeah, there's But don't be look of a sex. So... That's not something you want to be doing. <laughs> there's been so <laughs> many purse snatchings over there. There's a
0: huge amount of purse It's horrible. So people go by on their bikes and they 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 home in on an old old elderly, you know, mm-hmm. a kapuna. and as they're going by on the bike, they take the purse, they literally pull this woman off her feet. And she's smacking her head
3: remember. on
0: the sidewalk. Yeah. That could kill an elderly woman.
3: Absolutely. And the worst part is they're not even targeting elderly anymore. It's anybody and everybody. So just be aware.
0: We have, and it's not here. We're seeing what's going on the mainland. Thank God we're not the mainland. But crime is going up. But I've never seen what's happening on the mainland. No. The crime is insane. Yeah. But when it comes to Hawaii, we have a high value on our elderly and our kapuna. And we need stronger laws in place that if you rob, hit, attack an elderly person in Hawaii, you're gone. You're like, you're gone. No, I
1: agree. You should be
0: put in jail for a very long time, not two months, and you get out and do it again. Yeah. Like, And I, in fact, what I would do... As I would send those people, which they do here in Hawaii, they send a lot of criminals to the mainland. Let I them wish suffer they would do that
3: there. more. I, I you do. You
0: don't have the privilege to live in Hawaii anymore.
3: See, and see what jail is like over there. See what it's like. it's a like. lot rougher. It's a
0: whole nother world. So if you do that to an elderly person, you don't have the privilege to live in Hawaii anymore. Future of Waikiki Beach. Inevitably, the islands of Hawaii are sinking. And although small, the seas are rising along with Hawaii's king tides, the future financial costs sustain Waikiki will grow too high. Once that happens and man can no longer keep up with the erosion and mother nature, Waikiki will sadly be expected to lose its famous beach completely within the next 30 years. That would mean a new vacation hub would need to be established financially as Waikiki resorts along the beach would most likely lose its lobbies and its first floors to flooding. Just the thought and process of accepting such a catastrophic event would devastate Hawaii's tourism industry and economy by 2050.
3: Gosh, I feel like your part of the podcast is all doom and gloom. (laughs) I'm glad mine was like happier and like fun stuff.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. But see, these were the pros and cons. I know. You know. know, and although the pros and cons, I think I had five positives and six negatives. This is the reality, and it's not trying to be doom and gloom. And I know Mark tried to, you know, we had we hung out with Mark uh, this week, but we, you know, I was kind of doom and gloom a little bit when we were having drinks. You
3: have been like that for well because I'm months. having a well. Since I'm sorry. January. Okay,
0: well, I'm having a hard time with what's going on in Hawaii. It's very, it's 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 a little depressing to me. Um, and it's it's not the Hawaii that i remember that's why
3: but for people like you know mark comes here he's having a great time and loving hawaii you're We've, a little bit of listen, a buzzkill <laughs> me and you
0: have had this discussion I you know. you know remember when you talked about how you said you know i just didn't you know i thought wade was over dramatic about these things but now that you're living sure. here you're seeing it and you're realizing it and and we don't want anyone to move or vacation in hawaii without having the information and the knowledge that we provide because this is legit this that's, is being honest and raw. Yeah. And what else would you want?
3: No, and people do want that. I agree. Um, and I think that's why, you know, we'll get into the podcast next week. But I feel like that's where they're wrong. Like, we are very real about the negatives of living in Hawaii.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, we're not telling people, come move here. Oh,
0: yeah. It's you know what I mean? sun, sh- sunshine and rainbows and pineapples. I, know. I
3: mean, we talk about the good we stuff. We talk about too. the good
0: stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, you know, we've been, you know, we've been a little bit on the negative Nancy. Because, listen, that, it's not just happening in Hawaii. It's happening everywhere. And that's the reason why we're talking about it. It's not a bitch fest. We're talking about it because this is not who Hawaii is. We are much better than this. And I'm sorry for putting Hawaii on a pedestal. But Hawaii has always been on a that pedestal. G- <laughs> <laughs> that glimmer of hope for the whole country. And, you know, that this is how you can do things. And because... All these other issues are causing things not to be the way it should be in Hawaii. We don't want to see Hawaii become just another state. Yeah. No, of course. I I, I know. Yeah. So
3: let's really quickly talk about our La Mariana experience. Oh, shit.
0: Is this going to be positive or negative?
3: It doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> okay, here's the positive. We have been waiting years for yes. La Mariana Tiki Bar to reopen, yes. and it's finally reopened. It's just a soft opening, so they don't have a real menu yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's open, and we're so excited. So we went there with Mark, yeah. patron well, Mark. First time.
0: I, for some reason, I, I thought he was there before, but no
3: i know i can't believe it's you had never time. been there yeah, yeah. so mark i'm sorry that was your first experience because it wasn't the real full no. yeah and the experience. bands weren't playing the cheeky yeah. music
0: and it's not all the that. normal yeah. yet
3: but it will get there it will um yeah. and so there were you know some drastic changes well, including they complete- the cost
0: <laughs> okay so <laughs> let's talk about the positives okay okay they completely redid the bar and the etching and design of it beautiful gorgeous. absolutely gorgeous and I cannot believe I actually didn't get close in and take pictures of it and 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 really explore that area. But I could completely see that they changed the lighting, they changed some of the bamboo, brand new seating, brand new glasses, tiki glasses. Finally, which the they've tiki never glasses
3: had. These are beautiful. So,
0: if you can believe it, this you know the, the original tiki bar of the 1950s, which was this bar, they never had tiki glasses yeah now they do finally they got them in love them and maybe that's why <laughs> the think- zombie went from eight dollars to 13 <laughs>
3: I think that they're just keeping up with the cost of living and inflation and running a business. And I understand because everywhere has gone up, but I am personally devastated because La Mariana was like the one cheap cheap local place place that me and you could go to eat and have drinks. And now it's as unaffordable as everywhere else for us. And there's no happy hour. I hope that changes. So
0: I was about to say that. Can you believe? I asked that. I go, so what time's happy hour? Oh, we don't do that right now. What? do you mean
3: every bar is happy but maybe it's just because it's a soft opening
0: i wouldn't be surprised yeah i i prob that's probably true and the thing about the costs i bet you that when they do have happy hour that will be the cost of the regular zombie that we used to pay so the probably the mm. happy hour cost will be eight dollars.
3: The problem is happy hour in Hawaii they make. <laughs> Used it. Used to be five. <laughs> they make it at times when everybody's at work and you can't go. Oh, it's, it's like perfect. two to four now. Yeah,
0: so only the drunks go there. Everywhere else on the mainland,
3: happy hour is like five to seven I at normal know. times. I know.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about the food because she got her grilled cheese, which oh, so was they, nice of them to make it for you.
3: Well, so they didn't have a half real menu. Half menu, half menu. No, not even half. There was like oh, it's way things. less.
0: Oh, it was appetizers. That's really all it was.
3: And three things on the menu. Yeah. One of them was like a burger. Yeah. There was like chicken wings. Basically an appetizer. And a BLT. Yeah. So I'm a vegetarian. I couldn't eat any of that. So I had to beg them to make me a grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> which so, they did. So,
0: I mean, basically what we had was a appetizer menu with three sandwiches. Yeah. I think it was, a like you said, a burger, a club, and a and, and, uh, fish sandwich. It. Oh, fish okay. Sandwich. Yeah, so that's pretty much all that was on there. And uh, the costs have dr- drastically increased. Yes. Um, I, I was sh- now, one of the best things on that menu is the um, fried chicken wings and uh, drums. Okay, so I'm, I'm happy to say that it still tastes the same, so good. that's good. The only difference is it's gone up $5. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, literally, $5. Mm-hmm. I believe it was $14, now it's 19 Wow. What so the hell is that? that's is For chicken wings? Fuck yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. It's insane. No, thank you. So <laughs> the, and then they have this uh, little bit of everything. You can get a th- the thing that we got, that Mark got. I don't remember oh, yeah, what the, the cost sampler. of that was, but it's way, too, it's way more expensive than it used to be. Yeah. So costs have gone up. The place looks a little nicer. Uh, new seating, uh, new chairs, new tables, new um, tiki mugs. and But half of it is still being worked on. So only half of the bar is open right now. Yes. And the other half is not. The big area where the waterfall is and the giant chairs and all the booths and everything. The
3: larger tables. The yeah.
0: larger tables. The, none of that is opened yet. They're still working on it. So it's blocked off with bamboo so overall i don't feel any different about that place
3: i still love it i
0: still love it but i don't feel like this is such a huge improvement
3: same and i i feel like oh i can't afford to go here all the time anymore (laughs) (laughs) it's just like everywhere else now
0: well listen you know it wasn't too many weeks ago that we did a podcast actually it was and i think we had been doing it over the last year when COVID was still going pretty strong we were talking about how the costs of plate lunches and everything are changing. Yeah. Okay, so we used to be able to get a plate lunch for 9.99. Now it's 19.99. It's literally jumped 50% in a year. You're paying $20 for a plate lunch now. So and I'll be honest with everybody here with this. I have just made the decision to change our romantic tours not to include food anymore.
3: Yeah, cuz you're losing out. Because
0: I'm losing money now. So now they're going to have to start paying for their own food because they get to choose what they want. Before, on the menu, the most expensive item was eighteen dollars.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, the most expensive item is twenty-eight.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: I only put forty dollars aside for the two guests. Yeah. I went. It was fifty-five dollars yesterday.
3: So you lost. That came out of pocket. The yes. The rest of that. The 15, so that's fifty-five dollars
0: yeah. off of my. Yeah. Uh, off of the tour. Yeah, that's horrible. That's devastating. That's that's when you compare that to the gas prices.
1: Yep.
0: It's like Not I'm making it. the same I was making three years ago. So, so It's crazy. I haven't made any more money, so we can't do this anymore. So mm-hmm. things are changing. Things are getting more expensive. I get People it. People are charging for brown
3: rice. No, I get it. <laughs> I, I, I'm not mad at them for doing it. I understand. Everybody yeah. is jacking up the prices because they have to if they want to stay open. And La Mariana you know. wanted to reopen. They had to do it. I'm not upset about it. I'm just well, sad. You know? I'm,
0: it's just I'm, sad. I am upset about it because what it's doing is it's taking a dream and an opportunity away from people who, who haven't been to Hawaii yet but or, it's not the fault to, no i no i know but what i'm saying is i'm upset because i feel sad that people who love Hawaii and want to visit and spend money here yeah. won't have the opportunity to do that
1: no i get
0: it yeah. and you know we talked about larry larry knew saw larry saw this coming
3: yep he did and he, well, he experienced it. it he experienced it now he got the worst part wa- yeah
0: And but we mentioned it to Larry. I mean, Larry's been listening to the podcast, so Larry knows what we've been talking about, and yeah, and he sees it and he's seen it firsthand. So he's like, you know, I don't know how much more I can start, you know, continue to come here and spend this kind of money. And that's going to be it. Is going to be that way for a lot of people. Now, do do I think that we can? Anybody can still make it here? Yes. But you. But now it's just going to be. You're just going to be a little more tight. You got to be a a little little tighter. You (laughs) know, you have to be a lot tighter with your money.
3: Like fifty percent more.
0: am i gonna say fuck why don't come here i mean no. what am i supposed to say
3: you need to make sacrifices to make it here unless no, you just have a lot of money and people need to know that well
0: i know one of the things is and maybe we should you know re-hit on another podcast about figuring out how to make it here is the fact that in no circumstances whatsoever now can you come here with any credit card debt or any debt whatsoever, if you want to come here, you can forget that. If you have $1,000, 2000 3000 6000 of debt on you, you can forget it. Don't come here. the, the I debt mean, that depends the on debt, how much they're making, though. Well, right. It depends on how. Listen, if, you, if you're making 200000 you get $6,000 in debt. Let's pay that off before you come here. I mean, you don't want any more bills than you need to have. You want to just be paying the bills that you're paying here in Hawaii and you don't want anything from credit cards or anything like that. I'm telling you, it's not easy. It's not easy here anymore. It's getting more difficult.
3: Yeah, never been easy.
0: Try to, I'm just saying that you, I mean, if you want to come here with debt, you're more than welcome to. But, I
1: did.
0: <laughs> okay, I have some debt in my hand now and you get some debt. Yeah. But we're trying to give you the best possible chance to vacationing and, and, and living, and that is get rid of your debt before you come here.
3: If you can, sure.
0: Yeah. All right, so that's going to wrap it up. We kind of went off on a bunch of tangents. But it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. So we just want to put out a big mahalo to all the uh, patrons that continue to listen to the show and continue to support us.
1: Mahalo's.
0: Mahalo's. But we also wanted to mention um, that the next three following shows are going to be patron only. So if you want to keep listening, please join our patron Ohana and become a supporter of the podcast by joining Patreon. If not, we'll probably see you in about a month. Uh, lastly patreon has upgraded its operating systems supposedly making payments easier uh, but at the time that doesn't seem to be the case we had eight patrons declined uh, over the last couple of months but five have figured out the issues and we have you guys back so there's only three remaining declines because probably because you need a new payment method or a new credit card or maybe it's expired but uh, you can also re-sign up with direct payments uh, from your uh, banking or from PayPal now. So that's probably good, too. Uh, those have ha- have continued to be declined for now two months are Lindsay, Lee, and Jeffrey. Mm. So, okay. Well, we don't want to lose them.
3: But you reached out to them, yeah?
0: Well, we reached out to them. Haven't heard back from them yet. Okay. Uh, Lindsay is busy with her new boyfriend enjoying life.
3: Good for her. I'm
0: happy for her. <laughs> She's living the Aloha life. She truly is. <laughs> and then Lee. Haven't heard from Lee for a while. And uh, Jeffrey, I think he, he posted on the uh, Patreon page, but we haven't heard from him. I've uh, messaged him. It's so like his
3: birthday. It's his birthday. Yeah, I don't know if So I is, hope but... <laughs> he enjoys his birthday.
0: Um, okay, so we're going to end this podcast on Lonnie McIntyre Orchestra again. And we'll see all our patrons next week. And then we'll see all our other fans in about a month. All right. You ready to do a big shoot? Let's do it.
3: Shoot.
0: Shoot. All right. Aloha. Aloha.
7: Till we meet once more day. in the morn, my sweet. Aloha, oh, good night, sweetheart. Sweet dreams for you, may I just softly say the dawn is approaching soon deep within my heart I'm praying that our love won't be like the moon be
4: you speak of aloha, it's all the above, all the good, yeah? So that of right way range aloha. Whether it's pono, maikai, still the same. I don't care how you look at it, it's still aloha. Be pono, be righteous.